button. That's what I see. Oh, it. Fuck? Yeah. it is. Yeah, it's a bleep button on the on the dash. Yeah, how are we all doing, everybody? Welcome to a Royal Mess Live. We are back on the Sean Atwood channel. I uh, just an update for anybody who knows what's been going on with my facial paralysis. Uh, the camera is off for another week, but uh, verbally, I think I'm doing freaking awesome, professor. Yeah, you are. Professor. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's good. So, yes. Also, a big um, bit of content coming. Me and uh, Tom Marco filmed a new video yesterday. That should be out tomorrow or the next day. And we have got some Royal Mess specials planned all this week, which I actually was meant to talk to Andrew about before we started, but I forgot. So, Andrew, you've been signed up for some shizzle, so we'll send you some times and dates. It's all good. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> That's how we operate here. We just spring it on people while they're live and they can't back out. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> hey. We just so, shame them. Part of it, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've got a lot of royal stuff plans, a lot of things going on, and uh, it, it's it's you know I'm excited. I'm excited for this week because I uh, may even have some things to add myself, which is you know the the uh, the exactly Paula. That's the face I was looking for. Ron has things to say and not just piggybacking off us all. Well, that's how I roll. That's part of the brand on here. We all know. I don't know what I'm talking about, and that's why I surround myself with experts. And there's another one right there. Oh, Marco, Senor Marco, how are you from Mexico? Look at that pad. Oh, I just accidentally got the piano. Oh my God, that's Che Guevara on the background. Yeah. I can see it. Che Guevara on the background. I didn't know he was such a revolutionary. <laughs> that's a green. That's a green screen. I live in. I live in a dumpster behind Seven yeah. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, big hello to everyone that's uh, giving us some shouts there. Hello, everybody. Martha and uh, Michelle, Serena. How are you all doing? So we are back once again, and we're joined uh, this week with the, the lovely Thomas, Mr. Thomas Markle Jr., and uh, Andrew POV, and of course, Paula, looking fabulous today, and we've got a few other uh, panel members who'll be jumping in. So before we jump into uh, this week's freaking madness, because it's a, it's a mad one this week, I mean, you can't avoid this, even I even I know what's going on. A uh, big shout out to Shane as well. What are you doing, my brother? How are you doing? Um, so, Paula, how are you doing? What's been happening? Um, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I've been doing some videos, you know, that are so, I mean, this this is the thing, you know, with, with, with when you have these kinds of accusations, this, this is why this is illegal in the, in, in I was going to say Canada, in, in the United Kingdom. Paula, why don't you explain it to us as if somebody on the panel doesn't really oh, know? Oh, okay, okay. I've, I've done quite a few videos. Yeah, imagine how I know. Just in case anyone who's watching doesn't know the okay. full backstory, give us, give us the lore. I've been doing quite a few videos from the very beginning. There was a, There's quite a few cases, actually, in the United Kingdom, but there's a famous one that I always refer to. is by a gentleman uh, whose last name is Halal. He, um, he was charged in the United Kingdom... Uh, with falsely using the race oh, yeah. card. Uh, yeah. And he was sentenced to 12 months. And his wife, for covering up for him, was sentenced to five months suspended sentence, and she had to pay 500 pounds. This was in 2011, before everybody became woke. Okay, the guy basically accused, uh, the first time he was charged with, the, with that was when he was um, parked, double parked, you know? So the warden came and said, Sorry, you have to move or I'll give you a ticket. So the warden goes off. And when he comes back, basically the guy had called another um, parking, another warden that gives tickets and said that the guy had basically racially assaulted him. Okay. And the guy was suspended immediately 
for five weeks, there was no ifs, ands, nor buts. I mean, with these types of accusations, you are guilty first, and then they do the investigation. The guy basically was suspended immediately from his job for five weeks without pay. It was horrible because, and then you have that branded thing that you are a racist, you know? And then after five weeks, they determined that the guy had lied. And then he did it to a doctor because he went and parked illegally at, at the handicap, you know, where the handicap are. Yeah, yeah. So Dr. Buchanan, I even know the guy's name, came out and said, listen, you have to move because this is for a handicap. And the guy basically called him a racist. And it had the same thing happened to the doctor. The doctor basically was suspended for about eight weeks. So this guy so, basically has a, a history of... Yeah, yeah, so he was charged with that. So basically, the, 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 the district attorney said, this is not right. We're going to charge this guy with falsely uh, using the race card because that, that creates um, anguish on the people who are who are falsely accused of that. You know, basically, it's anguish. How can you shake that off? Yeah, it's smear, it's smear campaign tactics. It's, it's yeah, and you basically, and basically the charge is that they interfere with the course of justice by giving these false accusations in order to get out of paying a parking ticket. So they use the race card to get out of things that they've done, yeah. you know, okay. and it's yeah. illegal. That it's illegal. Kind of so this, my whole thing with this has been <laughs> that why, I'm sorry, I'm talking about your sister, Tom, but why are they believing anything that comes out of Meghan Markle's mouth? I And I've said that she shouldn't be named Meghan Markle. She should be named Rachel Meghan Ragland, not this Rachel Meghan Markle, because you guys are getting a beating by her using your last name. I just want I to say refer to her as Meghan Markle. I refer to her as Rachel Megan Raglan. Because right like now, sorry, I'm just gonna finish with this. Right now, the royal family, I said the royal races, people are taking for granted that as though Meghan Markle, who's who's a big fat liar, <laughs> as, though, as though this is the first time that yeah. she's telling the truth. Well, listen, here, Paula, on the point of how do people keep believing it? Do you think that there's an element of the fact that it's it's people reading what she said. It's people reading in the press what she said. So there's this conviction that what is in the press is real for a lot of people. So well, I think that is a massive factor. But yes, yeah, as far as introductions and how's your week been, Paula? That was a banger. So uh, 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 Tom, Tom, how how are you? I know you've just gone through a, a stressful, you know. Uh, you know, removing and all the rest of it. So, how, how's things been for you? And then we'll get cracking into all this. Well, we'll, we'll speak down, but then we'll get cracking into all this. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's working out, working out for the best, and uh, just uh, one thing at a time. I've got so many things to do, but yeah. instead of getting uh, flustered, just handle one or two things a day, and pretty yep. soon, uh, yeah, it's all done. Yeah, but absolutely. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's working out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's good, man. Because there's nothing worse than a nightmare move. And Andrew, looking yeah. chill as always. We are getting that up shot. You look like you're lying on the bed, like a yeah. like a like a, like a sleepover with the phone, ready to call call your buddies. And I, yeah. I feel like, well, man, you're my fun. friends. That's why you're hey, my friends. I, like <laughs> I like to say this. We're, we're just a bunch of people on the internet having a conversation. Okay, we're allowed to have our opinions. We're allowed to say some things that are allegedly's and discuss them. So get ready with yeah. those allegedly's in the side chat as well, because it saves us <laughs> up in the side chat. But yeah, Andrew, how, how's your week been? How's your week been? Oh, everything's been great. The the thing for me is 
I guess because this I'm new to this, you know, I've only been here since January. So I wasn't around for finding freedom and to see it all happen, I think has been something to me because like I've only been here since January. So I know the story. I know everywhere that we are. But when it comes to the the actual process where it's like the book comes out, they start talking shit, they start putting out false stories. Then the, the uh, then the uh, scabies goes on the interviews and then scabies says he didn't doesn't do anything. And then Megan says she didn't do anything like like seeing the whole thing happen in real life. I I'm I'm actually really amazed. And I have to give Thomas, I have to tell him, I'm sorry. That's your sister. I'm so sorry that that's your sister. Like, I, I feel so bad for you and Samantha. But I just want to ask, is Meghan Markle 42 or 46? 42. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. But, no, I mean, that, that's... <laughs> I so saw many that people, video. So many, so many people keep asking that question, you know? And every year, yeah. guaranteed every year, I'm going to do... A birthday special for her on my show. No. That's what you got to do right there. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did 41 and I did 42. They were both stellar successes. Did But I mean, it's almost like dog years now. I think the stress is really getting to her. Because <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the latest pictures of Samantha? I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Great. I mean, Megan looks like she's 20 years older than my sister, Samantha. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's, ah. it's it's going to take a toll on anyone trying to but juggle. It's also from, no, I don't know if Thomas would know that. It's also supposedly that Ozempic stuff. That Ozempic stuff is dangerous if you're using it in the wrong way. If you're over, yeah. if you're abusing it, and I mean, there—that's the rumor, at least. I guess well, Thomas would know. Did Paula just said, you know, she's a big fat liar, and I wanted to correct her, correct her, and say no, she's a big anorexic liar. <laughs> you know horrible? The sugars when they they kept criticizing Princess Catherine because she's so slim. She's athletic and slim, right? You have no idea. Oh, this woman is not eating and blah blah blah. And now that your sister is clearly, clearly doing some Ozempic crap, you know, because I can you can tell by the Ozempic face, and you know, she's not athletic, it's not a normal weight loss. All the well, sugars, I, 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 all the Megan's morons, like you say, they're completely quiet. It's okay like to do that, Sam. I, I, as well as everybody else, we're waiting for the third pregnancies. So it's going to look like a baby bump on a stick figure. Okay. It's, so you think, you know? you think we're heading for a third baby narrative? Because we've never really you discussed never know at this point. Yeah, there's I been mean, a third baby. Know? Oh, yeah. That narrative. I mean, that narrative there's got to be like a third pregnancy. Old. Yeah. Yeah. They I talked mean, about that. I think it was like six weeks ago. Yeah, knowing okay. her, knowing her, she's going to put the false narrative out there that she's pregnant with four kids, like quintuplets or something. You <laughs> oh, know? My <laughs> I don't oh, know, my oh my god! You know, you know, did I, Thomas? I, I, I've been, I've been so upset about everything that's happened because, um, you know that link I sent you, um, Ron. Yep. Yep. That'd be great, so I can show the guys. I don't know if you know this, but in 2022, uh, Lord from the House of Lords put forth a bill, which was the removal of titles bill, right? Which basically established in writing what we all know that the king, that the monarch can remove all royal titles, but also uh, all peerage titles because there's, there's a peerage act and there's 
royals, you know, because Parliament, all the people have asked Parliament to please remove Harry's titles, and Parliament responded that only the monarch could do that, right? So yeah. now they wanted to put this in writing, saying that the king had uh, put it in writing because everybody kept saying it's not in writing. But the, the, the most important part was that Parliament, either the king can do it on, on his own, or Parliament can urge the king to do it. And this is the most important part in the news parts. About two weeks ago, I went in with Pidana because we were going to do a, a video about this, right? Two weeks ago, in the news section, you didn't see this, that the bill has been stopped. They, they canceled the bill. So I had to do, I found out when we did a live, remember? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Just, just what does that mean for the bigger picture? They have canceled and they have, basically, they have stopped the bill. Guess when they stopped it? They published it, according to them, on March 27, which is bullshit, because Pidina and I were looking at it about two weeks ago and there was nothing there. So I contacted a contact I have in Parliament and they said that they passed, they decided to cancel this bill on March 8th, 2023. And guess when Meghan Markle announced that now Lily and Archie were going to be known as Prince and Princess, March 9th. Mm -hmm. So this no longer is going through. This has been canceled. This bill is not, this was put forth. And the only way you can, you can block this bill is either parliament drops it or the monarch requests that it be dropped. Mm -hmm. Because this bill was giving parliament power to tell Charles, we want you to take out, take away the titles from, from Harry and okay. Andrew because Meghan Markle has no titles. Okay, so I, wait, 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 wait. I have a lot of titles for her. I just can't say it. <laughs> yeah. So what 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 are you saying in short form? So they 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 put a bill through that's now stopping them losing their titles. Is that what you're saying now? This is this no, is no, no. going to rip the titles away. A lord had put forth a bill saying that Parliament, that the king basically put it in in writing that the king, what we all know. That the king had a right to cancel, bestow all titles. Yeah, I'm with you. Not only royal titles, but also in the peer, peers, you know, like regular peers. Yeah. Because, you know, there's two types of titles, royal and, peer, and peers, right? And the most important part was that if the if the monarch, the monarch that didn't want to do something, parliament could ask the king to remove titles. Because right now, when you see the petitions that they've done to Parliament asking them to strip Prince Harry of titles, they have responded, it's there, I can send it to you, and it says that they can't comment on honors related to royals and that all royals, styles, and titles are completely, well, this was when the Queen was alive, are up to Her Majesty the Queen because the, king, the, the monarch can give and take away all royal titles because they're honorary. Okay. You know, so, so but time so parliament was saying we're gonna create a bill that gives us power too. So if you don't want to do it, but we think that this person shouldn't have royal titles, we can ask you to take to not you know to, to strip this person of titles. Okay, so it's it's basically creating legislation where the government can step in to remove titles. Exactly. Do you know, do you, know do you ever heard the expression you you describe things like Tolkien? You you know you know the guy that wrote Lord of the Rings. You, you know how he is the most descriptive author in the world. Like the guy can go on for six pages. The color of moss. You talk. Sorry. 
the way Tolkien writes. And I, I mean, I love it. I'm just saying that sometimes I just got to got to like get my ADHD and focus back in on the short <laughs> version. So yeah, that's that's interesting. So I was about to um, hit you with a question there, but it, it's the opposite now. So do you think then that? We're looking at a government that's becoming sick and tired with the way the monarchies run. And do you think that this bill would have passed with uh, Queen Elizabeth around? Probably. I mean, probably. Uh, I think that this bill was put forth um, after the Queen passed away. Because, you know, the household lords, were they don't have any faith in Charles. So they figured we're going to put this bill forth that we also have a say on royal titles. Okay, okay. But it was stopped on March 8th. And then on March 9th, Meghan Markle announces that Archie and Invisibet are going to be prince and princess. Of Montecito. <laughs> yeah. Something. One second, guys. I'm just uh, communicating with the boss. Um, so, well, first of all, welcome, Megan's Mole. How are you? Hello. How are you? How are you? Hey, Ron, is your boss Sean Atwood? Yeah, I I watched that guy's coverage a few years ago of yeah. of the Jeffrey Epstein. Shit. Oh, we can't say that. We can't say that. We can't say Sorry. that. Sorry. Okay. Of of <laughs> of that, I just okay. wanted. To, I I didn't know he was your boss. That dude's amazing. You know, we're on his channel right now, right? <laughs> really? Dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that, that deserves a John Cena. I mean, yeah, for the last, that's where you, this is where the podcast is, bro. Oh right. my God. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him years ago and, and uh, he went, he was, he's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a very, very talented man. And the, the right. coverage was amazing. And that's why I, I think he got in trouble for that. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> well, welcome to the channel. Surprise. You're part of it now. Hello. Uh, so yeah, that is, I love this man. It's like, it's like memes after meme with me and Andrew. It's, it's good times. So uh, listen, we're, we're kind of all over the place right now. So, uh, Megan's Mole, how are you doing? Give us a, a couple of minutes of hey, how, how you've been and fill us in. And then we're going to sort of rally us into a point and let us all go through it one by one, because that's, that's apparently how we do things. So yes, Megan, how are you? Tell us how your week's been. Well, I'm good. I just got in from taking my little one to the dentist and I saw some eyebrows moving on my floor and thought it was Omitsugi, but it was a caterpillar actually. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little furry, furry caterpillar guys. A little well, furry already... caterpillar so I had to no. put him outside into the into the um grass outside but yeah i thought i had omit scrody on my floor here i got scared for a second yeah, you thought the infiltration was finally happening do you know oh, what i mean dear. i said who dropped their eyebrows here yeah wow <laughs> okay no, well those, listen those, those aren't eyebrows they're merkins they're, they're merkins, merkins. <laughs> oh if you know what merkin is have fun googling that kids so now listen uh obviously it's been a big week for megan news there has been uh, you know, people that have been named, people that have been shamed. We're going to dive into this. I'm going to, I'm going to get to Paula on this eventually, right? Because I'm just, I'm just going to just, I'm going to go to uh, Andrew first on this. What is your, what has been, you know, your impression, right, of what's been going on this week with the, the, the racist accusations and and all of this, and what do you think the plan is? with this is this a big distraction is this a big bit of drama to suck back into the media and get headlines what what do you think the 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 motive was well uh first off we have to go back to the birthday because remember the pr blitz has happened 
what are we in December 1st? It's been about three weeks since the birthday. So, so the whole thing, that's what I think the entire thing there was, they don't give a shit about the, they didn't give a shit about the birthday. They don't give a shit about Christmas. And then you add in the media blitz that we had before the actual book came out. And then you add in the media blitz we had when it came out, plus the, the Dutch translation. Yeah. Okay. You put all of that together and it's one big thing, which shows you that Harry and Meghan don't actually care about the royal family. They don't care about King Charles. They only cared about getting this book released in this amount of time. That's what it, all of it was about. Okay, so basically what we're seeing here is it's free marketing, effectively, for the... All the, of it, yes, yes, all now, of for, it. For those of you who are out there who are like, well, no, they, how could someone do that? How could somebody do that? you got to understand. We're talking about Meghan Markle, first of all, but second of all, we're talking about Harry. If Harry is on board with all this, let's just for fun to say he is, you got to understand the hierarchy of the royal family. He's not going to, you know care of you know the the servant folk the 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 civilians there's not the right the um the people of his land casting a couple of them to the side for his for his wife is nothing and you know you know what he's dying all that kind of stuff it's just you know a smear campaign whatever it is disgusting that these people have been named and all the rest of it but do you think now i'm just being devil's advocate because it's fun to watch paula get triggered right do you think any of this possibly happened? Paula, let's go with Paula. Let's go with, let's, do you, do you, do you what, think? The, 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 you, know, you know what? I don't even like Charles and I hate that I'm putting this position that I have to defend him. Oh, he, yes. Here we go. He may be a shitty father, a weasel, but I don't think, I don't believe he's a racist for one second. I mean, that guy oh. really, really I, at all. I mean, I may give Charles a hard time on many things, but being racist, is not one of them. And for whatever his flaws are, he was a decent father to this wanker, you know? So, no, no, no. And Princess Catherine, I mean, I mean, it's laughable. It's laughable that anybody would think that this gorgeous woman has a racist bone in her body. Okay. But what is worse is, what is, worse is that all the newspapers are running with the narrative of the royal racist without a shred of evidence. No, I just need all to say, them. I just need to say, Right on the points you made about Catherine, I'm just saying I've done a lot of you know uh, investigative journalism into some horrible people, and some of the most brutal monsters in the world fool us all. And now I'm not saying that's true about Catherine. I'm just saying we need to always be you know objective when we think about these things because we we don't really know everyone, and that's that's something we only need to keep in mind when we're we're sort of. You know, making statements like that. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong, Paula, in any way, shape, or form. I just like to throw out these 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 moments. Welcome to me. Give us a minute. It's all spiraling right now. Just oh, bear with me. Ron, okay. can I say something, though? You can certainly you can, can, Megan. Please do. I just wanted to say that Omid Scobie did say during his interview with on uh, this morning, I think it was with Allison and that other gentleman, he said, and he even, yeah, he said that Catherine hasn't put a foot wrong in 20 years. So they have nothing on her. She's never had anything bad said about her until guess who came on the scene? And the jealousy yeah. factor behind that. Pardon? And the jealousy factor behind yeah. uh, the other. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. mean, 
to my to be quite honest, I believe Megan has had it out for Catherine since the day. Do you remember when Megan and Harry first began started dating? And then Megan had set up the a paparazzi shot to be taken of her and Catherine going shopping together. And this plan got foiled because one of the paparazzis that Megan had set up to catch them shopping together was had called the palace to confirm that Catherine would be there. So Catherine's team had found out about this and then she had turned Kath, uh, Megan down when Megan had asked, oh, do you want to take the same vehicle and go shopping? Hmm. Any gossip, Megan's friend who lives in Toronto wrote about this entire scenario about how Catherine was mean and didn't take the same vehicle to go shopping at the same place with Megan. And I feel like ever since that day when Catherine said, no, I'm not going with you, Megan's just had it out for her since that day. Yeah, well, I believe that everything that she does has a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got all ulterior motives for every time she goes outside. Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't know, know about, I didn't, I knew about the whole car ride, but I didn't know the backstory about how she had organized for them to go shopping together. I had no idea about that. I thought that that was like, you know, the whole, oh, I went to uh, Whole Foods and the paparazzi was running after me. I thought that was that day because Megan no. was walking. No, this was a different like, day. Okay, okay. And that, that uh, one of the paparazzis, because I had mentioned that on Twitter, he actually quote uh, a Daily Mail uh, photographer. He quote tweeted my tweet and he said, I know the photographer who took these photos. And I have that tweet. But you he didn't what? say who took the photos, obviously. I, could, I, could, I, I bet I could guess who it is. Yeah. I bet you, I think I know too. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was somebody yeah. said in the, the side chat that Megan is very calculated. You know what's very interesting is if it had went either way, it would have worked out great for Megan. Because she got her story about how Catherine rejected the, the ride and got you know some headlines. And she would have got headlines when she was with Catherine. So the, the calculation of both sides of the coin with Megan is another shocking factor with how our mind works and how calculated she is. Um, it's it's scary the further we go down the rabbit hole, to be perfectly honest with you. It really, really is. Now, mm -hmm. Tom. Yeah, is at, at some point, somebody needs to, uh, you know, put her in her place, like put like pepper spray in her little fake tear container, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something, you know, so it just totally backfires in her face. Hypothetically. We're just talking, we're just talking about a play here, YouTube algorithm. We're not inciting violence. Hypothetically. Suggestions in that sense yeah. whatsoever. Let's let you know. Yeah, hundred percent. So listen, let's, let's, let's get back to some more points. Okay. So, um, Paula, ju jump in on uh, just just a little bit on what you feel has been your highlight of this week for for the news. I know we've touched on the bill, and I mean it may just be the the massive news that is the the racist the racial accusations and the book. But has there been anything else this week that stood out, or do you just want to keep um, you know diving into these 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 points? Well, it's incredible that people were giving Pierce Morgan a hard time for being a journalist for reporting what the entire world knows. Okay. I mean. Tessa Dunlop, who I can't stand, and and then even Vicky Arbiter took issue with Pierce Morgan because he did the job of a journalist and reported a big, big news worldwide because, yeah. you know, <laughs> the King of England and the, the Princess of Wales being accused 
of racism to the point yeah. that Megan claims drove her out of drove her to want to not be alive anymore and drove her out of the, the institution and has caused damage financial and otherwise because they're claiming now that they had to take these deals because they were kicked out. Wow. Yes. Yeah. See that? That they're saying now that had the royal family not basically had the royal family given into their demands, they wouldn't have extorted them <laughs> or they wouldn't have had to take these deals where they trashed the family. That's extortion. So now they're blaming the royal family for their failed deals. Wow. So, so for, for me, I want to chime in on the Piers Morgan. For me, the problem yep. was with Piers Morgan. I like I, I think the the issue I took and now that it's days later and it's over, I can say, you know, I did overreact on peers. But <laughs> the issue I took with it was the fact that if I was releasing that information, I guess that's what pissed me off. Like if I was doing that, I would have said, I don't even believe this bullshit. So I'm not going to tell you the two names like I'm, I'm not even going to bother because the, and, and the, the one thing that really got me and I'll end it off on this. The guy's got 300,000, okay? He's got like 300, 400,000 uh, viewers every single night. So, yes, although I didn't agree with the fact that he did it, you know, like Paula said, it is just being a journalist. And, you know, uh, people were telling me I heard their opinions, and I understand. So I didn't yeah. agree with it, but now, days later, I guess it's okay. Okay, well, um, to me, are you, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Well, first of all, welcome to the panel. I'm going to circle to Tom and then Megan next. But, it, you know, tell us what, what your thoughts are on this week's events with uh, the wonderful Markles. Oh, Lordy. Um, where do I begin? I think that the whole situation with the quote-unquote royal racists and the naming names was 100% done on purpose. We already know that Megan had her hand in fighting, finding freedom. This is proof in the courts you can't even argue so obviously she had her hand in endgame and you can just look at omid when he's being interviewed by people about this situation there's moments where his face looks like a child who was caught doing something that they weren't supposed to do you know what i mean and so i honestly think it's um megan is used to every time the royals are out doing something she she goes out she'll go out to the grocery store, she'll go out to the parking lot. But Catherine was out last night with William and nothing. And so I think that's because she's doing damage control. I picture her in my mind on the phone with Omid or sending him crazy text messages, you better fix this right now, da -da 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 -da, or whatever. And I personally don't believe any conversations that ha happened about Archie being dark. Megan is lighter, as light as Catherine. If yes. Megan didn't show her mother, we would not know she was biracial. There's nothing mm -hmm. about Megan when you look at her face that says I'm black or biracial. Yeah, I know. If, she, if she wasn't wearing spray tan, she'd be just as white as Archie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like her pictures before she met Harry, she was like very light skinned. And even at the engagement, uh, the engagement interview, that's her without all the fake tan and the bronzing. That stuff is more recent now that she's trying to play the black card. But it's just like, I'm just annoyed because we just, I, I, we we're like how long can this keep going how low can you keep going and like <laughs> what else is there they like, could always go they... lower <laughs> yeah like no we're on the floor though like we're literally it's like they're on the ground no. like literally on the ground like the next thing is to bury themselves that's how low they're they've gone yeah. they, they've pulled yeah. every trick you could pull about oh 
I don't know. Like, it's just weird because these people are, uh, Harry's kissing 40 and Megan is 40 something. And it's like, oh, we were abused. We were abandoned. You saw us riding in the tiara. Life isn't how you thought. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, my daddy cut me off. Like. We were poor growing up. We had to rub two Yeah, Yeah, and apparently, (laughs) apparently, Thomas, she doesn't even know you because she grew up with Doria and, and other black women. Well, Doria was Doria was absent for about eight years, and exactly. my dad, you know, me and my dad were talking about this the other day. He wants to go back to. Uh, we have to go up to L.A. to do some errands anyway, but we're gonna drive drive the route that my dad took every day to drop her off at school, go to work, and vice versa. It, and it's just he, he did that for many, many, many years. Doria was not in the picture at all. Are you gonna record that route? Uh, Tom? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And upload it onto your channel so we could all see that. Yeah. Gonna also- be, yeah, we're going to be. Where is your father? Anyway. Road trip. How your father's doing. How is he? Oh, he's yeah. doing, uh, he's doing really good. We, um, uh, what do we do? Uh, we're going out to dinner tonight. Um, do live stream. Yeah. He's just uh actually dad he 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 told me he told me uh the day before yesterday that he's got he's got some new things that he wants to come out and publicly say so there's gonna be some twists and turns and yeah yeah i mean that's pretty major just 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 for anybody who wasn't paying attention there or got distracted by their cat tom just 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 let us know where your dad's at one more time because that is major major news I'm gonna let him say it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the best way. Well, he's, listen, you, uh, you can put you can put it this way. He's he's like he's over it. Yeah. Is he? Has he seen the light? Kind of. He's woken up. You know, I just well, you know I, I just want to reiterate again. I am so yeah. glad that I've been I've been here for him every single day. Yeah. And I I feel as though I mean, and he even said it to me. He goes, you know, you you saved my life. Um. And just putting a smile on his face every time I see him, every single day, and he knows that he knows I'm here for him, and and I'm not going anywhere, and it's a uh, it's a big deal. But I've gotten him to the point. I've I've thrown enough light into the situation, enough humor, enough lightheartedness to make him understand that you know it, it's time to move on, and he yeah. knows that. Hey Thomas, I want to ask you because I read in a report, I believe it was last week, I did on my show. And they said that your father had said that he'll always love his daughter and he'll, uh, I think, I don't remember. I know it was something along the, along those lines. He'll always love his daughter, that he doesn't forgive her, but he he's okay with everything going on or something like that. Is that, is that? Yeah. How well, feels? you know, you, you have to keep in mind that, you know, a lot of these reports get revamped over the, over the years, over and over and over again. So, um, oh, that, okay. that's, that, that's pretty relevant anyway. Um, it's it's like Megan giving my dad an ultimatum before before he had a heart attack before the royal yeah. wedding. Megan yeah. said, Megan said you have to disown Tom and Samantha if you want to come to the wedding. So if she was to call him, would he answer? Who? If Megan was to call him, which she wouldn't. If if she was to call him, would he answer? Well, he's got the same phone number for the last 15, 20 years, so I imagine Ooh. he would probably well, there look you at go. Call him. There you go. He he, he would <laughs> you actually suck, look at Meg. You suck. He, he would actually look at the phone and go, Montecito Chicken Mansion. Who's this? 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, you know, I just want to say something quickly. There was an article, I don't know if you guys read this, that Megan was really hurt that Prince William and Catherine had ghosted her <clears throat> because of the interview they did with Oprah. And there she is, her father, she ghosted her father. And, and this is why I said in my on the video, I did talk to your dad because her father took a picture trying to better his image. Megan and Harry go on Oprah to trash the entire family and slander them with falsehood, and yet she's that they ghosted her. Paula, let's just put this out there. Imagine if the tables were turned and William and Catherine decided, oh, we're going to invite Oprah to the palace. We're going to sit down and have an interview with Oprah or Diane Sawyer or whoever it is that's the big interviewer person yeah. out there or the biggest interviewer person in Britain and said, we're going to spill the tea about what really happened with Meghan and Harry with proof. Imagine if William and Catherine sat there for two hours and said, oh, yeah, we did catch her taking pictures in, in Charlotte's bedroom. We caught her taking pictures all over the house. So we felt yes. from jump that it was very strange because no one's ever done that before. And maybe she was excited to be around us, but that's still inappropriate. And we kept her at arm's length because of that. Oh, our PR team and our comms team did tell us that she was setting up paparazzi shots and wanted us to be photographed together and we did get words she was screaming at our um employees at five o'clock in the morning and literally provided every single like counteracted every single thing that megan and harry said and or if king charles and camilla sat there and did that just with imagine, oprah should imagine. have done in the beginning yeah but, oprah, no, but oprah dropped if, the ball on that interview completely. but imagine if if they did that of course harry and megan wouldn't speak to them either can you imagine if, if Prince William had said to Oprah, and by the way, Megan did Google me, <laughs> you know? What I mean? Yeah, I mean, of course, of course. But the I thing just... is, Megan, who says she doesn't know anything about the royals or barely knew anything about the royals, wrote a blog post about Catherine back in 2013 or 2014 when she was still, when she was, um, in Canada before she met Harry talking about, oh, you know, look at all the pomp and circumstance around Princess Kate and her wedding. She got married in 2011. Why are you writing about her in 2013? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Saying, okay. oh, look at all, girls have this childhood fantasy about being princesses. Look at all the pomp and circumstance around Princess Kate. So don't, what about the pomp and circumstance about Diana? She didn't say that about Diana. She didn't say that about any other woman marrying into into a royal family. In 2013, there was a black woman, a half black, half uh, half Nigerian, half British woman who married into British aristocracy. She didn't say anything about her wedding. Why is it Catherine? I mean, it's okay to have an obsession about wanting to be a princess, but when it becomes uh, clinically psychotic, that's a different story. When yeah. you're but 60 years it's old. Jealousy. It's obvious yeah. that she's like, it's, it's so clear that it's like, Catherine wasn't born royal. She just happened to be in destiny. She was in the right place at the right time and met William and they were friends and then they fell in love and then they lived happily ever after. But it's like, if you met Harry and you fell in love with him and you lived happily, go live your happily ever after. Yeah, that's not the objective though, you know? Listen, before, she, was, she was hired by Harry. 
Let's don't forget that part. Allegedly. So look, look before before we go any further with this, I just want to get a couple of super chats out of the way. Um, so thank you for both of them. Uh, Omid replaced Camilla's name in the Dutch version of Princess of Wales with uh, Camilla's title at the time, not Kate's. Uh, then next, in, then in the next sentence mentions Kate's name to tie her into the story. Did anyone have any comments on that? Yeah, that's the that's the story I ran before this all started about the two books, the uh, Brothers and Wives book and the uh, Tom Bauer book. They both say that it was just a simple conversation between Charles and Camilla. That's it. And, okay, and, okay. And, uh, and people were saying that as well in my video that Camilla was the Princess of Wales, but she never took it. Like she never wanted to, she never wanted the title. So okay. that's why people were saying it was Catherine. But I, I mean, I have the video. It's there. The two, the two, that's what I think. And I'll stand okay. by that. I think the two people that had the conversation were Charles and Camilla, and the conversation wasn't racist. Okay. Next one is, I don't know what this means. Why was the Raglands not invited to the wedding? I don't know what that means. Because anyway. Megan doesn't like her black family. Why wasn't Doria's family? No, they, they don't anyway? exist either. Okay. All right. Yeah, they don't exist. Well, because celebrities like Oprah and um, what wait, but what it? do you mean, Tom? Uh, all the other people took the spots that the, Rag that the Raglands were probably supposed to fill. When he says they don't exist, does he mean like those photos we saw or Photoshop, or you mean like? No, what like me, I'm a hologram. I don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love it. I was Love like, it. hold on. All right. Megan okay. Small, what do you think, Megan Small? About about this about when they're saying that the princess of wales that they mean actually camilla and charles well Do you I, to be honest my opinion on this entire thing i feel like charles and camilla were just asking innocent questions like any normal family would ask mm -hmm. right i feel like harry was a part of the conversation or he must have overheard it or something and maybe he went back and told his conversations to megan and she blew it up into something that it isn't which is now this whole race theory because she's racing happened because she always wants something to pin on the royals. And I wanted to take it back for a second to Thomas sure. Markle there. Um, I didn't want to interrupt Toomey, but a lot of Americans are waking up to the way Meghan Markle treats her father. And the reason why I say this is because Kinsey Schofield recently did an interview with the owner of Kitson, which is a store in LA. And they have like a window and they picked um, Harry and Meghan as this year's worst uh, people, and they put them in the window. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. in that window, apparently, so Kits Kinsey got an interview with the guy in the store, and this is all on her channel. And um, basically, he said that the people, the people in LA who shop there voted to have Harry and Meghan as the people of the year, as the worst humanitarians who just basically talk a lot and are no action. So yeah. it was the community and the people living in wow. LA who find them annoying. And the one thing that this man said is that he said that a lot of people see how Meghan treats her father and they don't like it. And we feel like if she tries to reconcile or reach out to her father, then maybe people will like her in some way. But I think it's gone too far at this point. Something like this. But but a lot of people see what we see also. That's what I'm trying to get to the point. Yeah, That's you know, um, you're, you're absolutely right about that. There's been speculation about, you know, uh, her PR telling her to reconcile with her father if she wants to yeah. save her image. 
And I, I, me and my dad talked about this quite often. And I said, Dad, absolutely under no circumstances is a Netflix crew going to come in yeah. with mics and camera phones, hitting yeah. up their asses and, and yeah. do a fake, fake one tier left eye go interview. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No, also, and, she can make up stuff up too that your father was mean to her and talk about it. You know, she can make that up and say, My dad was mean to me again. And, and the other thing is, is the other thing is, you know, her alleged, or not her alleged, but her, her attempt to get back into the Hollywood spotlight and think she's an A-lister and, and she's actually somebody is a joke. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not only this, but my dad's very well known in Hollywood, very yeah. well known. He's and well very well achieved. I mean, four Emmy Awards and, and several other nominations. Okay. So everybody in Hollywood knows what she's done to my dad for no reason. And everybody in Hollywood knows my dad's reputation and what kind of man he is. So thank God. I, you know, and she didn't support any actors or actresses for one day during the strike. She's got mm -hmm. a lot of nerve to think that mm -hmm. she's going to walk back into Hollywood and actually be something. Not going to happen. Yeah, well, she walk back well, into she's sports. also not good enough. She was yeah. never anyone in Hollywood to begin with. I know she was on a she was on a cable <laughs> show. I mean, you could be on a cable show for twenty seven seasons, and some some people will still not know you. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know any of the actors in Days of Our Lives, um, The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. Dallas it's and those guys have been around for like forever. Okay. Can I ask something else? Yeah, of course. I'm just wondering, because we all know how Megan can be really evil and vicious. And I'm just wondering, just for your father's own sake, has he thought about like recording any type of video so that if Megan tries to make any type of accusations against him after he's passed, that he has it on video? Because there's a story going around that yeah. there's a story going around that Megan's claimed that your father has put hands on her in various manners and i'm just well, wondering okay first of all if that's true he probably obviously deserved it hey like, aftermath i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, i mean at this point a good turn a good turn backhand is due you know? <laughs> into the dog bowl huh Slap the living shit out of that person. <laughs> Matt, no, I just want to know, like, is he thinking about recording anything just so that he has it just as a backup, just in case if later on she tries to say something about I, 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 You know, that, that's that's a good point. I could probably mention that to him. But I would say at this point, there's not one bit of truth that comes out of that lady's mouth, period. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't believe anything she says, and nor mm -hmm. should anybody else, because... Look how long it took for for the real Markles to be redeemed. Yeah, I mean, we had to we had to battle uphill for three four years mm -hmm. just so people started seeing the light. I mean, yeah. this woman just lies and plays victim for attention. It's disgusting. Yeah. And Thomas, what is the word on the street where you live? Like, do people know you and they know your father? And do they yeah. talk about do they talk about Megan? Uh, not in a good way. So, okay. <laughs> but yeah. That's the answer but I was they, they for. Do know, they do know, everybody here knows my father. I've got a lot of really, really good friends here. Um, and how do they feel about all of the press? Well, they, they actually, um, they're my watchdogs. So I, I've got them on high alert. So if anybody comes in here to try and mess with my dad, they're going to get the most memorable experience in Mexico. Yeah, yeah long, 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 long,
Armando, Armando, is that your handyman? The guy that watches over you guys? Is that his name, Armando? Yeah, no, yeah, he, he's, he's like dad's little handyman and, and does things in the neighborhood. He, he's doing really well. And yeah, Armando, the saving grace from uh, one of our previous shows. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, a quick hello to the aftermath. Welcome to the panel. How has your evening been? And I uh, hope you're doing well. I just want to say as well, 1,200 in the chat. Biggest one we've had. Thank you, everybody. Oh, my God. Smash wow. the like. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow everybody that's on the panel's channels, and we'll be uh, talking about a few things towards the end of this. But uh, Aftermath, welcome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's just been work, you know, stuff you have to do. Yeah, um, I just right. wanted to say to you, Tom, what you were just saying about her filming. and I feel like at this point, she's pretty much laid the foundations to support. People know what she's Yep. people can see what she is so if anything was to come to light like that anyway at this point i think the people that matter at this point will know what that is and the others are just going to hate anyway because they're on a bandwagon so yeah. I, I do think it's a great idea though that that they you get some yeah. yeah. but you guys, you guys don't, don't you guys don't get me wrong I'll fake it for a few million dollars. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, the, the, the main point about that thing is I would never let that happen to my dad for any more further disappointment or hurt towards him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let that happen. Right. And I've given Megan a public ultimatum on my show and other shows. The only way that could ever happen is if you start with a public apology for everything. That's not happening. Public apology to me, my father, Samantha, and admit your wrongdoing and pull your head out of your ass and then maybe we'll talk. Yeah. 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 There's a term for something like that, Tom. It's called a dead man switch uh, yeah. when, when you prepare something like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very good question, a very dark question, but an interesting one um, to have thrown at you for sure. Hey, Ron, I wanted to get your take on the story from this morning and actually the whole panel, everybody. And Aftermath, because uh, both Ron and Aftermath, y'all are in the UK, right? Both of y'all? Yeah. 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 Okay. So what are y'all, what is everybody's take on the story from this morning that said King Charles will never take the titles away and never humiliate his son? Probably yeah. fake news. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it sounds like the sort of thing that an angry king would say to flex on a potential new bill that's coming into into power. You know, it sounds like he's got a lot on his plate with regards to things changing, and it could probably have been uh, a heated moment. But I, I genuinely think that the whole they stepped away from the royals was uh, just for the public. It was fakery, foolery. And, you know, they're still part of it. And we are now seeing a lot of internet investigation that's making, you know, us all press for answers, which has never really happened uh, to the king or, or the previous monarchy. And I don't know if the king can handle it very well. I don't know if he's used to Twitter culture. I, I feel like um, it's dangerous territory. I said earlier in the WhatsApp group, I surrender. I've always flipped back and forth that Harry is in this abusive place and he doesn't, he's manipulated. But at this point now, years down the line, when they said they were never going to reveal their names, and I know they never allegedly had any part of Endgame. Um, but at this point, I feel like the monarchy is in a dangerous situation because as much as the people came out in support of them, I feel like with what they've done to Catherine, 
people love Diana and they pe people love Catherine. I think because they're not actually born into this role and they've took it on and they're, they're doing good from what we can see. And I think at this point now, it's the monarchy is like this untouchable magical being for people in the UK. But when you are, they've turned it into a circus like they have, what's the point in it? When, yeah. when, what, what power have you actually got if you're going to allow this to happen? I was in a post today about the Queen and how she used to say, what would the Queen say? The King needs to say, what would the King say in this moment? Because this is not about him being a dad. This is about him protecting the crown and the future reigns to come. And they are attacking that. So I, I've, I've completely flipped now at this point and just going, you know what? The, they need to do something with these two. And what about you, Megan Simone? What do you think about that story this morning? I think it's just BS put out from Megan's side, of course. That's what I think. I think it's just something that's put out just to make the UK public more angry at Charles that he's not doing anything fast enough. But it, it works. <laughs> and it's working. It works. Yeah, because he's not doing anything. And, well, he's not going to do anything while he's in Dubai, right? He's yeah. on a trip. One, so one thing that one thing that stands out like a sore thumb continuously is is everybody that's on uh the pr payroll for megan and her and her team you can tell that like i mean i'm not going to mention them but everybody knows when you see these articles and they all say the same thing that's all pro megan and yeah on whatever subject it is i mean it's been going on for years then you see the real stories yeah. but she pays to put those stories out i knew it i told you you know i mean and they're they're like little they're like little dot coms, little dot nets, little so and so, little magazines you never heard of. A couple of, you know, dirt magazines and tabloid magazines that are that, yeah. you know, she's got people in there that she pays to put those stories out in her words. Yeah, yeah you still have people believing because you have the entire press corps, all these royalists talking that we have to investigate this because now we can have an open conversation about the racism in the in the British royal family. There was a guy with Piers Morgan who said uh, from Jamaica, oh, you know, the, the, the monarchy is white supremacist because they're all white, you know, and the guy and, and Piers Morgan goes, are you telling me just because they're white, they're white supremacists? And I did my video this morning that nobody questions the Japanese royal family for being Japanese. Exactly. Saudi Arabian family for being Saudi Arabian looking, nor the Danish, Norwegian, Swedish, and Spanish monarchies for being Spanish, Danish, Norwegian, and Swedish. But for some reason, it is a crime for the British monarchy to be white. And they're not because the king, the queen was mixed race. They're all mixed race. Yeah. You know? And, and but but it's it's unbelievable how this and, and Pierce Morgan said to the guy, if you're so unhappy here, why don't you go back to Jamaica? And says, well, because Jamaica is also part of <clears throat> what people need to know is that they're voluntarily part of the realm. Yeah, you know, they're not that uh, they can leave any any time they want. The Commonwealth is a voluntary organization for everybody's advantage. Yeah. Uh, all these countries' advantages. So it's not that they're forced to be part of the United Kingdom or the realm. <laughs> like that to leave and some have left yeah well listen i'm going to jump into some viewer questions um just um we'll, we'll we'll get back to some points in just a minute but there's a good one here my question is do you believe that harry and megan's silence is because they know obed scooby has the receipts of their involvement with the book Who wants um, to it's a public it's public knowledge that megan 
and Harry had their hand in finding freedom because they sent the emails to Jason Knopf and all those emails had to be released in court and Megan's name is in the emails, Harry's name is in the emails, emailing him about the book. So obviously with the second book, the only people who know who had those alleged racist conversations with Harry are Harry and Megan and the people who had the conversation. So let's say that Catherine and, and King Charles had those conversations. Would they go to Omid Scobie and tell them, oh yeah, it was us? No. No. So Harry would be the person or Megan or both of them would be the people to tell Omid the name. Because the publishers would have been, it would have been like super, um, what is the word? Discredited if yeah. they made up the name. So somebody had to provide the publishing company with those names. Yeah. I have two questions for all of the panels. You guys one, one, one second, Paula. One second. Megan, did you have something you want to jump in there? I was going to say real quick that I 100% believe that Megan and Harry were involved in this book. And the reason why I say this is because if you go back to June, remember there were stories about Harry staying at the hotels. He was at... Uh, what is it? The San Ysidro ranches or he was, or Megan has a place at the Beverly Hills hotel. Right. And then if you go to Omid Scobie's Instagram, you will see he posted photos of himself, um, at the Beverly Hills hotel in June, he posted photos of himself in and around California in the same area as June. Recently, a blind came out that Harry and Meghan would basically use the hotels, go drop off the manuscripts there, then Omid would go and pick up the manuscripts from them. So that this way they wouldn't really get in contact with each other, but yet they still kind of did contact with each other. So I 100% believe that they had everything to do with this book. Omid said he saw the letters which had the names in it. Who yeah. would he have sought the letters from? And now Megan's come out and saying that, oh, we didn't we didn't share any information from the letters. So what did Scobie use his big eyebrows and crawl into the palace yeah. like a little caterpillar and go into the king's office and steal his letters? <laughs> sure they would see a big hairball tumbling around the floors. Nobody's <laughs> yeah, asking the serious question. Is that a perm he has on his head? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, that's but firm, so, somebody, that's, somebody, why, somebody, that's why if you notice, it didn't go away. It, it it didn't go away for like three days. He still has it. Somebody, oh said, it, somebody said it perfect a little while ago in, in our uh, <laughs> conversation about uh, in his interviews, he looks like, you know, he's he's a little kid who got like, you know, caught with his hand in the cookie jar. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely. Um, He's caught between a rock and a hard place. I mean, it looks like he's at the airport with something keistered in his ass. I mean, that's how guilty. <laughs> the translators are coming out angry. Ah, oh, the translator, yeah. The translators are coming oh, out yeah. because they blamed it on the translators. Wow. The translators are getting and ready to He spoke to the mirror and said that the, the trans it had the names in. She just translated what was there. And oh. you'd have to be stupid to not comprehend that Harry and Meghan were killed. It wasn't just the names. It had moments where they were in the car ready to go and do the walkabout. This is fly on the wall moments which Omid Scobie knows about. That it, 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 
balmy and the translator yeah it's her career yeah. it's her livelihood and it's okay harry and megan going around because it seems like a web of lies at this point yeah. Yeah. and obviously Wait, when is, Bobby when is... has summer on them they have summer on the royal family everyone's like allegedly in my opinion and it's just a web where they're yeah. all scared it's like a big game of russian roulette isn't it <laughs> at yeah. this point and, i'm just um, i'm just curious when the royal family is going to put their foot down and say enough is enough and just you know school everybody all at one time i i, I did a poll and nobody thinks they're going to literally 90 yeah. percent of the poll i did today is they're not going to do anything so i don't I've nobody believes theory, they're going though. To. i've got a theory that maybe they're doing this harry and megan are being released them being silent to court divide and conquer and we we don't know what goes on or what's really gone over other than what harry and megan but this I can only imagine is going to cause friction within the royal household between William and his dad because William's going to want to defend his wife and defend the royal yeah. family name. So I think William's got a lot of the queen within him and that whole, the monarchy. And that's George's future reign. That's George's children. You know, it's a lot for it. And and I feel like this, if anything's going to damage the monarchy, it's within the monarchy and relationships. And I feel like Harry wants to take that down. More That's time. a really, really good point that you make about the fracturing of the, the monarchy within that is really good. I just want to say just quickly, thank you very much to Millie and to everybody else who's been uh, throwing uh, donations our way. Thank you very much for that. This uh, makes me ask oh, a question. Why do you think Meghan has on Charles or on somebody to make him kill the bill, the removal of titles bill? What do you think she has on him that that has gone kaput? I There's think no he loves his kids. He loves bill. his son. I think he loves his kids. He doesn't want to humiliate him. I, I think I, I think that's true as well. I think he yeah. loves his son. And, and also the embarrassment. And I feel the moment he has to remove those titles, he will feel a failure as a dad. That's that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it yeah. all too. I, I kind of feel like it's a pride thing. I feel at this point as well, Scobie and Megan could write a book, the anthology of throwing people under the bus. Um, because they are doing a great job. Now, we just had another um, super chat in as well. I don't believe Harry has anything to do with that. I think this is all Rachel Marcus and Oba's doing. I think Rachel is telling Harry she has nothing to do uh, with it, and it's all Omid's fault. What do, you, uh, what do you guys think of that? Do you guys remember, I don't know if any of you even watched the Netflix uh, Meghan and Harry situation, but there was a scene where I don't know what exactly was going on, but Megan was low-key arguing with Harry about William, and she refused to call him by his name. And she's like, well, well, that's your brother. That's your brother. That's your brother. And he's what a little, blah, 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 when she was quote-unquote pregnant. So I think that Megan is the type of person who um, th throws stones and hides her hand and i don't know if people know the story of jezebel and ahab in the bible but basically there was a king named ahab who wanted something that wasn't his he was the king he had everything at his disposal but he wanted a vineyard that was uh an inherited vineyard by this guy named naboth and he was mad because he didn't get the vineyard because naboth refused to sell it to him so he was like crying in his room so his wife jezebel the queen came and was like why are you crying and ahab was like oh naboth wouldn't give me his vineyard and he's like she's like what the heck like this guy's the king why doesn't he use his authority so she wrote a letter in the king's hand and used the king's seal to make it so that naboth got arrested or killed or whatever and the vineyard would go to the king but like she's gonna turn around and act like she didn't do that so obviously all of these 
you know, we call the paparazzi and then you cry on the phone and say, Harry, the paparazzi are after me like Diana. So literally it's basically like Megan is the power behind the, the throne of Montezito and Harry is Ahab just always talking about how he's reverting back to a 12 year old boy and having these traumatic experiences and she's the one who's wearing the pants and it's obvious like it's just so obvious and um i don't think harry's in control of everything i think harry like when when harry wrote spare and came out and did all those book deals megan was gone it was like radio silence yeah and everyone was like where's megan so like she's the one who's encouraging harry to open up about his traumas and all this stuff and even though it's embarrassing as hell like the whole oh the the Elizabeth Arden cream situation. Yeah. It's weird. But then yeah. she'll go back and say, oh, you know, my husband, he saved us. He's saving us. When she's the one who's creating a circumstance to be quote unquote saved from, meaning she calls the paparazzi. They take pictures of her. She cries and complains. Harry swoops in and whatever he does. And then, oh, you saved my life. When Megan wanted to be famous her whole life. Since he's He's gonna save his mom. Oh, sorry, Megan. Because <laughs> that's what I feel is yeah. happening here. She's, yeah, that's it. She's attached herself to Diana. She's mm -hmm. attached herself to the grief, the manipulation. But there is a line, and I feel like when Harry, you know, he knows what it's like to feel the backlash when he went to certain fancy dress costumes and, and what that can do to a person. So as much as he's sat in that, he can see what he's doing to his brother and his brother's wife uh, yeah. and it there, there's a line isn't there where you know i i know he's in too deep but at the same yeah. time there is a line and i think it's been crossed now i think the british a lot of them are just like no yeah no <laughs> take his passport he's not our prince now uh, just, just before just before we hop over uh, to paula megan's uh, mo is there anything uh, you want to uh, say on uh, on these points Oh God, and keep it PG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone has pretty much said what I have wanted to say about this entire situation. I think Megan and Omid and her little band of cronies there definitely overplayed their hand and this is blowing up spectacularly in their face. I think if Omid wants to save a smidgen of his reputation, he would come out and say that Megan had told him to leave the names in the manuscript. He would throw her under the bus first. But being that he is her lap dog or lap poodle, then he wouldn't, I don't think he would do such a thing. But it's not nice, you know? They say that the royal family is full of misogyny, but yet here is Omid Scobie trying to ruin a 20 plus year experienced translator's job and reputation by trying to blame that she put names into the manuscript. Like she had to come out and defend herself and said that she's never had to deal with anything like this in all her years of her professional job. And these two are just going around destroying people's lives, expecting no one to say anything. They're costing people money constantly. Like people are fed up of Harry and Meghan. And I think they're fed up that Charles isn't doing anything publicly. Yeah. They're sick and tired. And I feel like Charles won't do anything because he's waited so long to be king. He doesn't want to jeopardize that. 
And he doesn't want anyone to say anything nasty about Camilla because he think, I think that if he does something, then maybe Harry will bring up something rude about Camilla and start that again. Yeah. But, but it, it, if, if King Charles did something now, it would it would almost be like, you know, ending world hunger if he got rid of them and took their titles. You know, yeah. it would be good for him. Yeah, it would be. I agree. I completely agree. People are fed up and it's like it feels like Charles is just constantly rewarding them for their bad actions. This is the same guy who walked Meghan Markle down the aisle for her wedding. Yeah. And now you're turning around and labeling him as a racist. He's the one who paid over four and a half million dollars for you guys to live your lives in California. He paid millions upon millions of dollars for all her clothes and jewels. Like, in my opinion, Megan claims to be this global humanitarian feminist, but she's just a leech who has sucked lives out of other men just to get where she wants. Yeah. 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 Did, didn't yeah. she say that she was thankful about Charles walking her down the aisle because she lost her father like he's dead? Wow. Remember? Yeah, yeah I remember her also saying, That's I don't insane. have a father anymore. I also remember Harry in his books explaining yeah. about how. <laughs> okay, about go, how, go, go. <laughs> about how um, Charles got all giggly when they went up to Scotland to spend time at one of, in Balmoral. And it was the first time with Meghan, and, and Charles was all giggly around her. Yeah, really bad man. You know, he walked her down the aisle. We all watched it. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. We all watched that man. In answer, you know, we all know what happened with Diana and Camilla to be able to walk Megan down the aisle, someone who is a divorcee, and hand it to your son. It's changing history for your own story as well. So well, I think we all knew how much that would have meant to Charles in that moment is, and, and to be treated like this. But I think at this point, I think the country is gonna go mad now because Catherine, she's not, she's but a good father. This is how his kindness is being replaced. Um, oh my God, look at <laughs> Astromath cat. Oh, that's true. Look at that. Before we jump across uh, back to Paula, Andrew, is there anything you want to uh, touch on uh, from any of the points that have been raised there? I'm just making sure I give everyone a chance to. Uh, yeah, no, no, they, everything was perfect. Yeah, the thing I wanted to ask actually, Thomas, the. The one, the way that they've been saying that Megan's just perfect because we saw that King Charles uh, walked her down the aisle. Thomas, you you have felt the betrayal personally. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what that's like to feel that betrayal from this person that tries to portray herself as some kind of saint? Yeah, that, that, well, that's what I've been that's what I've been talking about for years. She, you know, claiming to be a humanitarian and and such a you know caring person. She just contradicts herself every time she opens up her mouth. The, the, the first question when all this went down is like, what do you mean distant family and she doesn't know those people as in, as in me and the rest of the family? So she just continued to tell a lie to cover up another lie and more lies to cover up more lies like for the last five years. And it's just to be you know, it's it's like embarrassing for her. I don't think that she realizes how how ridiculous she looks when people is finally. Is that true? Know is that hold on? Is that true? Do you what? think that she? Do you think that she really doesn't get it? Like she's not. She doesn't understand that she's failing. Oh no, she gets it. That's how. Oh, sick okay. She definitely gets it, but in her mind, she could do no wrong, and 
she keeps trying to redeem herself and stubbing her toe at the same time continuously. It doesn't work because everybody knows who you are. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's just wild. I mean, every time I think about it, you know, I can come up with more bitches and moans, but it's just not worth it. It's not worth it at this point anymore. You know, Um, that's funny. I don't know if you know this, Tom, but Harry went on Stephen Colbert. Megan Small and I have done stuff about it. Uh, You know, when he was promoting his his one team book, Spare, he he went on Stephen Colbert and said that at the very beginning, because at the end of the interview, he shows the pictures of Harry with Megan and the two invisible kids, right? And he goes, oh, who do you think they look like? And then Harry starts talking that he has a strong gene and blah, 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 the ginger gene, the, the Spencer gene is strong. And he said himself that at the very beginning, when he started dating your sister, before he even knew if if the relationship was going to go the distance, he was wondering if his genes were going to stand against Meghan Markle's. This huh. is himself. Yeah. There, nobody's talking about this because he is the one who was concerned whether his his genes were going to be strong enough to. Well, I mean, also the you, Pakistani you, you thing. Can get, the you Pakistani can get those strong. Thing. You can get those strong genes in a petri dish in a laboratory with lots of money, <laughs> guaranteed. You know, I mean. <laughs> what did you say, Andrew? Uh, I forgot. The Pakistani yeah. Said. Oh yeah, the Pakistani guy. That's what he told. Me. Remember the guy in the in the the soldier. Look, all I'm going to tell you is that if someone that wasn't Prince Harry, that wasn't the king's son. If they would have done that, I and know what you're on about. Word, yeah. It would be freaking over. When I read that paragraph, yep. and I, I was like, wow, dude, this guy gets away with whatever the hell he wants. Did you see yeah, the video I, I had posted, Andrew, of that? I posted the video on my Twitter page. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I did see that this morning. I think it sounds like if you open your mouth and say those words that Harry was saying, it sounds so strange. Like, I'm black, but if I married a white man or a man who was not black, and he was going on and on in public about, yeah, I was wondering if my genes, like the way he said it, not, oh, I wonder who the kids will look like more. Maybe they'll be like, they'll have freckles because we both have freckles. Maybe one will be redheaded, one will have brown hair. That's normal to say, oh, I wonder if they'll have hazel eyes or brown eyes because Harry's eyes are, they're not brown and Megan's eyes are brown. But if a non, if a, a if any man, married a woman outside of his race like if, even if a black man married a white woman and said yeah you know i'm a black man i have this i have strong genes and i'm pretty sure that my genes are gonna beat out her genes it sounds very strange and it sounds very eugenicist and it sounds very like oh i want to carry on my bloodline only so i want my bloodline to be the dominant uh features in our offspring like that just doesn't that sound weird it does. It does sound a bit like I'm there. You know, honest. Like it sounds like an outburst and a half. And the if fact it, he said it on TV, what a friggin' moron! And he's saying that <laughs> these genes, the Spencer genes, the kids have to look like basically my mother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 the kids, okay, let's say that the kids were like more on the tan side or whatever, or had like really curly brown hair instead of being like 
this you know, blue big blue eyes. Lily Bet has these big blue eyes. You literally sound like somebody that we all know in the nineteen forties who's like, Yeah, this these are the dominant genes that need to be passed on. It just sounds mad weird. It's, in it's, my opinion. It's, it's yeah. Listen to, listen to this guy and you see if you can react to this. Blue, blue, blue eyes. She doesn't like when he says he sees a lot of Archie and uh, um, a lot of Megan and Archie. She puts her head down all at that. Yeah, I don't see any Megan and Archie at all. <sighs> what did you say? I don't see any Megan and Archie at all. Yeah. They don't see the children that are being presented, the few pictures we've seen, they look like no. they got the ginger hair. They yeah. <laughs> Okay, listen, before, before we go on to this next section, everyone who's watching right now, thank you very, very much. We're almost at 1,400. If you guys can smash the like button, make sure you're subscribed, all that good stuff. Uh, moving into this next section, if anyone has any questions for Tom, if you put Tom and then a dash and then your question into the into the side chat, we'll start uh, getting some. But we have a couple uh, here for you, Tom, if you uh, are ready for a couple of questions here. Oh, boy, am I ready. Can I ask one after you ask those ones, Ron? Of course, of course, of course, of course. And and Megan, you just you just go in with with two two horns. You don't have to worry or sit or wait. You just you just cut me off when you want to say stuff. Yeah, can I say something too before the the question starts? Just, just, just a second. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, quickly, Timmy. Before, <laughs> before the questions. Okay. I'm sorry. I I don't understand. Like the kids are kids, right? Like I don't understand. The big hoop de doo about oh they why do the kids need why do the kids need to look like Diana so bad like why can't the kids look however they look for marketing for twenty years from now I heard, that. I heard someone say like that they of the plan do you know I what I'm saying that. I'm yeah, just saying. I heard that. I'm just, I'm just, she wants to raise a little Diana for when she's like in her 80s and needing to cash in on some shizness. But it, it sounds like Harry wants to do the same thing even more. Like, it's just like, I don't know, it's just the way he talks about her. Yeah, they have these big blue eyes, like the Spencers. Like, yeah, my mother's reborn. It's just like, I would just be like, don't you love your daughter, even if the kid has brown eyes or brown? Is that inferior? No, for sure. And, for sure. And Harry it's, talking about it, being a it's ginger. It's almost like they sat down and opened up a catalog and ordered these children. <laughs> <laughs> you know, genetic yeah. manipulation. Harry's okay, complex right. about being a ginger. Like him, he said something to the effect of once upon a time, like, oh, I don't know how I got a girl like her. That's what people said to me about when I got with Megan. I'm like, you're rich. That's all the you qualifications that she needs. Like you hired her. <laughs> here's, here's, here's a question from the side chat that kind of ties in with this for uh for, for Tom. Uh does she actually have children? I never believed uh that the children were hers. What do you what do you think? Wow, I'd really like to. I'd really like to consult the uh, bookies in Vegas on that and find out what the odds are. Yeah, uh, it's a. I, I honestly, I just don't know. I yeah. there's there is so much controversy and so many photographs and so many, so many, um, you know, rumors out there. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, You've I, never have seen them? I have to line up all the facts in my in front of my eyes and I have to determine. The, the best judgment or the best thought for me on my belief. And, and I'm going to say, no, no, I don't think anyone, I don't think either of those children came out from her vagina. Allegedly. 
Yeah, I mean, Allegedly. like I said, we're just people yeah. talking over the internet algorithm. But yeah, I mean, from 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 from, uh, from Tom Markle again, a, a, rel a relative of of Megan. He, he's allowed to have a little bit more of an insight than the rest of us. Now, here's, here's the next one for you, Tom. Uh, Thomas, when Doria was pregnant with Meg, did family did did family talk about how Meg would come out? I don't know. Oh, that was the first thing we sat around at the dinner table every night. What color is she going to be? <laughs> every night. I mean, that's all. That's all we can talk about. Just so you know, just just for those of you who are clipping this for Twitter, that was sarcasm, everybody. Just so you know, that was uh, a yeah. display of sarcasm. No, no, too late. It's clipped. Too late. <laughs> it's clipped. All right. All right. Okay. Next one. Uh, here's one here. Uh, I understand that Thomas Marco was nominated for the 58th, 58th Academy Award show. Is that true? Uh, geez. He know. was nominated a bunch of times. So probably. He was nominated a bunch of times. I, I don't oh, watch cool. TV. That yeah. Much. All right. Okay. Okay. Here's, um, okay. We've had that one. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. Uh, Tom, do you have any communication with MM's natural daughter uh, at all and how she's doing with all this and the thing that her mother is doing? Who? What are we talking about here? I think she means Samantha's daughter. Samantha's daughter, the one who was oh, okay. on Netflix. Well, look, look what we're going to—we're not—we're not going we're not to—we're not going to talk too much about Sam. She's not here. It's not—it's it's kind of. I don't understand fair. the question. What is this? Yeah, that's okay. We'll we'll go on to the next one. It's all right. I, I also have the reading skills of a four-year-old, so I apologize. Uh, this next one is for Mole. Let me just uh, line you up here, uh, Megan. Uh, Mo, I have a quizier's question. What are your thoughts about a theory? I believe um, Harry and Megan are already separated oh and the, all this bs they are putting out is just uh just mega liars doing mega liars. okay yeah show. I'm, I'm struggling with the reading tonight i apologize everybody it's uh, embarrassing all right carry on uh, what, what do you think on that one i had uh i had answered that in the chat but i think that she thinks that i think i don't know i think that maybe harry and megan are separated that they're not together anymore and megan's just handling whatever and doing all of this and going ahead with her plans and keeping harry in the dark with what's going on that's basically what i think is going on between them i don't think that they live together i don't think they live with any children or anything that's just my opinion wow these are so, you, so you think harry ran you think harry ran away to the chicken coop I think he lives with the chicken coop in the yep. chicken coop. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a question. I, I mm -hmm. shouldn't be taking questions, but I wanted, no, I, I wanted to ask <laughs> Megan for a question. You know that Harry went on Tom Bradby and said there was, when Tom Bradby said that he, they had called the royal family racist, and he said, no, we didn't. Yeah. Did Megan ever call them racist? Do you think Megan was pissed? And and this is her way of getting back and saying, you know, because when he said that, he basically called her a liar. This is like Beckham telling Victoria Beckham, be honest, be honest. Well, in a you way, know, he was kind of defending her, though. Mm -hmm. He was yeah, also he was kind of defending her, her because he was covering for her because he's like, well, did Megan ever say they were racist? Did she ever say those words? Like, he was playing her games. Yeah. They so were covering their own asses, weren't they? At that point, they 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 realised. I think in that moment they were covering their own asses. You guys, I want to talk about the kids real quick for one more second. Of course, um, do it. The children, okay. You know, all sarcasm and joking joking aside, okay, they are children, mm -hmm. and no matter what, I'm always going to be their uncle, which is which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Samantha, her, you know, the aunt, and there, there's always going to be a connection, no matter what. 
I just sincerely hope that what we see in the media of the absence of parenting somehow is just not even true. I just, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine those children just growing up in such a false environment that is so unhealthy for a child's development when, when they're so sheltered without company, children, public events, and just being out there. And they're just not, I mean, where the hell are these kids? Yeah. You know, and, and why would somebody keep children from their entire family? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, just not, it's, it's, it's a bit weird at this stage. The narcissist point, the narcissist point is they keep the children away because if they bring the children out, the children will take the attention away from them too. That's well, that's, that's that's a good point. But Paula raised one um, last week, I think, where she basically said that no one's came up with the right size check yet for the kids. Yeah, you know I remember that. Because, I, I remember that. And I that, agree kinda, 100%. that kind of made sense to me, right? I'm, I, because, again, when we start analyzing the data and the Meghan Markle web of her plan and how well and calculated she is, you know she's not going to mess up on a check. And I think that is a really, really good point that Paula brought yeah. up. But especially point, especially when the cares. surrogate runs out of money. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, we have the PhD in mumbology here and, and, and Megan Small in mumbology. You know, there's a question from Queenie Morris. Um, do you think the racist claims is to blame the royal family for, for, for using a surrogate? Well, that could be a lineup. I thought of that too, that maybe Megan could say that later on the royal family forced her to use a surrogate because they didn't want a black woman to give birth to those child to those children. But the thing that she doesn't understand is that the royal family would want a child of color in the royal family. It would make them more popular. To other people, like you know, you I just feel you like if you cared, it it would be a bad idea. If you just I, cared in general, like I think you just convinced just don't care me about that skin she, color. Yeah, I think you've just convinced me she used a surrogate just so oh. she could say that. Yeah. I don't think the king or anyone has told her to do anything, but that mm -hmm. is definitely you've just you've just nailed it on the head. She's definitely just to say that you sold Hold it. On. Is there anybody out there Allegedly. that believes those children Allegedly. came out of her body? Allegedly. No. Well, I mean, I, I did until about thirty seconds ago. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, are you are you serious? Okay, because I'm just saying. Yeah. I hope that there is nobody out there that thinks those children came out of her body. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm one of these people where I've not. If you press me for an answer, the answer yeah. is no. Do you know oh, what I mean? Okay. Do, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But we've got, we've got a few more questions. I just want to throw at Tom. Hang on one second. Um, here we go. Uh, Tom, does Meg have any other children, open inverted commas, uh, from the past years before Harry? You know, uh, I don't, I seriously don't know. Yeah, okay, well, fair fair enough. Um, have a look here. Tom, is it true that M was disciplined in school for gluing someone's eyelids together, allegedly, allegedly? <laughs> university, that's in university. Yeah, that's what I thought was university, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, and for pulling the wings off flies, too. Yeah, I remember that. No, but no, you're okay. No, again, sarcasm Twitter. That's believable. Sarcasm Twitter. That's believable. But, well, isn't Megan, didn't Omid come out right now saying that that Megan had to dress like Diana because the the palace told her to? Yes. Right, Megan's mom. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was the narrative. Yeah. 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 So she started to spin that narrative that everything she's done is because of the palace, right? I'm and I said to someone on Instagram that if that was the case, why wasn't Sophie, who actually kind of looks like Diana, encouraged to dress like her? Why wasn't Princess Anne encouraged to dress like her? Why wasn't Camilla encouraged to dress like her? And also, why didn't they drop that in their Netflix, that Oprah? What, what, why were the muted downtowns and I couldn't dress like... Surely you were you were going all out at that point with. I'll tell you what I think on that point. I think that she watches YouTube, and mm -hmm. that's a very big point that we all yeah. talk about. That that yeah. Megan dresses like Diana. She watches YouTube, and she yeah. put out the story that that Catherine also does. She's and, watching, and, we know, she's watching. and we know she watches YouTube because <laughs> Harry even said that he, in the Netflix documentary, and I believe episode one or no, I don't know, but he said that he would go online and read things. And then go to Megan and ask her, oh, is this true? Yeah. They showed my YouTube channel on their Netflix documentary show. That's the biggest <laughs> problem they have. I am. Uh, Megan, Megan, can you see that um, green super chat that's on the screen right now? Yeah, I can see that. Can you can you read it out for me? Because I'm struggling with words this evening. So Gwen Mendez says, Charles is scared to remove titles because he's scared after the decision was made to remove Diana's titles. And then she unfortunately passed away soon after. Thank you. That's amazing. But that doesn't have anything to do with the That's removal fair. of the titles. It has to do with the fact that uh, Princess Diana wasn't having she didn't have her royal protection officers with her and that level of security that she had when she was in the family because she didn't mm -hmm. want it she didn't have that level of security because she was lied to by martin bashir remember? exactly and she mm -hmm. thought that like they were they were like feeding the royal family yeah. information about her 24 <laughs> <laughs> i want to learn how to do it <laughs> oh, pushing buttons pushing buttons here you know what then that irony that Harry and Meghan speak, and you have people, I get them in my comments where their privacy, leave them alone. And it's like, we have just all listed off all this information about them because they got paid to tell us all of this, want you know? And to anyone who's like, we shouldn't be talking about them. Apparently, Ahmed Scobie said on this morning also that he doesn't know them, he hasn't been around them, <laughs> but he's wrote a book about them. So that gives us all free reign to speak openly about them, doesn't it? Two books. Yeah. And uh, the thing about it is if if we were just bullying people who wanted privacy, why aren't we making a hundred videos about Princess Anne? True. Because she's private. She's actually a private you person. Know what? She just goes out there, does her job, and then goes back home. I just got all my I just hope Princess Anne can navigate Charles in the direction he needs to go to yeah. protect the monarchy. I've got I've not got a lot of faith in Charles because I think he's tired. He is a lot going on, is his son. And I think Princess Anne, if there's any truth in Frogmore, I feel like she would want him to do what the Queen would do. And she's my only hope in all of this, actually. <laughs> yeah. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I wish Princess Anne was the Queen. Me too. <laughs> Me too. He would be a kick-ass queen. She would. She would. Yeah. And Charlotte, I believe, one day would. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You know, like also, <laughs> you know what else? You know also. You know, Megan Mode. You said, or people were saying that in order to spare Harry's uh, blushes, mm -hmm. you won't take the titles away. At this point in time, Charles is not running a chicken farm. You know, yes. this is the monarchy. Exactly. So the monarchy <laughs> should come before 
uh, ginger wanking blushes. Yeah. I really do. I mean, just to spare Harry, a man who has trashed. And one thing that we're not watching, guys, that all of this racism thing has raised the level of danger for all the working royals. And I can guarantee, I don't know about you, Megasmol, maybe this isn't popular too. Charles is relieved that it was Catherine who was named as the royal racist and not Camilla. What do you think? I believe that. I believe they're letting her take the fall. I 100% believe that. Ever since Me Megan has opened the claims of racism and everything, she has opened the door for other people to come out and claim that the royal family is racist. They're an all-white family, so that means they're supremacist, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? Which isn't true. She opened the doors with this claim. But where is her proof? She has never, ever produced proof. Her friend Gail King claimed that she's seen the emails that Megan has to prove this racism claim. Well, where is it? Her friend Janina Gavincar even came out and said, oh, I've seen the emails too. Megan's got proof. Well, where is it? Right? I mean, it just, I think people are just fed up at seeing Charles constantly give in to what Harry and Meghan want while they are just being openly disrespectful 24 7. I mentioned this during one of my lives and I said, you wouldn't, you don't see this kind of behavior with any elite families or any other royal families in any of the realms, right? You don't see this kind of outright disrespect and constant public grenades being thrown at family members it gets shut down instantly it's all because of megan it's been opened yeah completely yeah One I, I, I mean I, I don't know about you and the rest of the general public but i'm ready for a pay-per-view boxing match between catherine and megan <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you uh, yeah. that would be good <laughs> That would be amazing. I don't want Catherine's beautiful face to get ruined, so I'll take her place. I'll tag Catherine. Catherine just leave me alone with Megan. Catherine would open up a can of whoop ass. Yeah, she would. I would I would settle for an episode of Celebrity Deathmatch, if anyone remembers that. I love Celebrity Deathmatch. Let's get it on. Let's do it, you know who's good to leave Megan in a room with? And only one can come out alive. It would be Amber Heard, Jada Pinkett, and Meghan Markle. See which one makes it out. Yeah, and again, I'd just like to say for the algorithm, we're, we're just discussing things here. We're not inciting anyone to do anything or graphically glorifying any of these crazy thoughts that we're all right, having. God forbid any, anybody make it like an AI video about that. Oh, someone's got to do it. It's funny you mention AI because for a couple of weeks I've been working on uh, our own AI Megan for the for the panel so that we can have her answer the hard hitting questions in her absence. So stay tuned for that. It'll probably be in pre recorded videos because of uh, you know you know the editing factor and whatnot. But it's coming, it's coming. Uh, Paula, you look like um, you're. I wanted on, to say something on, and I want to ask. No, I, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, Thomas, you were saying that Meghan Markle gets away with everything, right? Why do you, uh, to me, is when the palace, I said that the reason why Meghan Markle will only escalate her behavior is because it started when the palace did nothing about Meghan's behavior. You know, when you were sent an email saying when you asked for guidance and yeah. it was a palace official who responded to you. Yeah. That you know, Megan didn't know you instead of you know, or your sister knocking at the gates in the in the sun, you know, instead of letting her in and say, Okay, Megan doesn't yeah. want to see you, but we this the monarchy, all Megan. 
puppies. We're going to let her in, take her letter, give her a cup of tea, and send her on her way. They played along with Meghan Markle's plans. So yeah. maybe they thought that she'd never do to them what she was doing to the family. Well, you have a good point because it, it all started. That's why I wrote that letter because of the response I got from her people from Megan's direction. Okay. Not only that, but you said that, you know, Samantha at the gate in a wheelchair. And it's just like, what, they just ignore her? That's all by Megan's direction, allegedly, also. It's not the first time. And even um, my dad was invited to the Queen's funeral or, uh, they asked Megan if they said that it's okay if my father comes. And she said, no, um, they were going to send help for my dad. Megan said, no. Wow. It's just that's, beyond that's comprehension. Wow. Like yeah. who is this person? I mean, I mean, switched at birth or abducted by aliens and zap back something else. I don't know yeah. what's going on, but I've never seen, you know, anything like it. But I think that this is why the monarchy now is stuck with her and is defending her because they played along in the beginning yeah. with all her nasty games. So there's, what do you think, Megan Small? Because you know, you and I think alike, uh, alike sometimes. But I think that the monarchy, because they went along with all this nastiness, now they have to continue going along because they have excused so much and they all been accomplished. I mean, the bullying report, we have, we'll, we'll never see it. <laughs> According yeah. to what do you yeah. think, I just want to say thank you very much, Julie. Uh, love you guys. You should all collab oh, wow. collaborate on a, a book and take a chapter each. I will exclude myself <laughs> from that because it would be like a coloring book section when it got to my uh, chapter of the book. But uh, it's a good idea. I mean, why not? Uh, but yeah, sorry. Um, that would be awesome, though. You could take a break from reading. That, yep, would, be well, cool. that would be my contribution. I'm not even joking. So, yeah. <laughs> But what do you think, Megan Small? Do you think that that's why the royal family is going along with everything? Because they've gone along with so yeah, much? Yeah, the royal family, they are definitely... Well, Charles is in a shitty place. She's in, He's in a bad spot right now. He's stuck in a rock and a hard place. And to be honest, the Harry and Meghan should have been dealt with after their one-year review when the Queen was still alive. After that one-year review was done and they decided they wanted to stay away they didn't want to come back as working royal members well guess what you're off the list you have no titles go live the private life that you wanted to live and that's what you wanted but they didn't they've constantly been going with the narratives they're allowing harry and megan to keep running with this whole racist narrative about them i i don't know at this point like what charles could do what could he do at this point Either you take away their titles and say, you know what, piss off. You guys have done enough. You're, we don't say anything about you and you're constantly throwing racist allegations towards us. You're trashing the entire family. You've made a six-part Netflix special just talking shit about us. This is You've accomplished nothing for yourselves. Yeah. You have nothing to do with us. I, I, think, I think Charles should, Charles should uh, just be a little uh, cunning on the whole thing and yeah. invite him back invite them back as senior royals and then reopen up the power and trick them and put them in there. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 at this point, I think that'd be uproar, uproar, uproar if he was to have them back. I don't think British people are going to... No, I meant he would lure them back. and, and I'll lure them back. Lure, the lure them back and then reopen the tower and put them in there and let the crows deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a trap. 
Yeah. There's a question there by Snowflake. Megan always been like this, Tom? Yeah, it's um, me and Samantha were talking about this the other day. It's uh, I mentioned like a little story about um, how my dad is when it comes to Christmas time. And he basically, you know, he's just cut and dry. Uh, what do you want for Christmas? You know, so Megan, Megan and Samantha were sitting on a bed and uh, my dad comes in and goes here, throws him a catalog and says, pick out what you want for Christmas. And Samantha was looking at an emerald gold ring and she goes, oh, this is really nice. You know, and, and Megan turned to her and said, oh, you're not getting that, babe. That's too nice for you. So what a dick! Wow. How old? How old was? How old do you remember? I think I think she was like twelve or thirteen or something. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So she's Just, always been a bad sister. She's and been. And you can see it these 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 photographs. I mean, we have thousands of photographs that people haven't seen yet, and you can see yeah. Megan's Megan's like smirk, and you can see you can see that 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 blankness of. I need to be medicated. Look, yeah. you know, on so many photographs, like like she's just so much better than everybody. And how dare you even talk to me in that? I mean, from when she was six and seven. Yeah. And and it's just, you know, I, I she's she's been given a really really good amazing upbringing and given everything that she was ever ever wanted. She went to the best schools, and when she was put in that position on these stages for all these plays and productions, I think it just really just uh, started festering then and there from the time she was like four years old at the Little Red Schoolhouse on stage. She thought that everybody in Hollywood at school was there to see her every production. And if she didn't get the spotlight and the attention, you know, I mean, you could see it in her face. I've been to a few of them. And She's always. <coughs> Excuse okay. me. That's right. Tom, can I can I just ask you just to rectify a couple of uh, things? Where you're on the subject of young Megan and your dad, can you just clarify exactly how your dad was with Megan growing up? Because from what I've heard, he was an adoring and loving father, and it doesn't get said enough. And I just want everyone just to, to, to clarify, we're not, this isn't our opinion, this is Megan's brother's opinion. So just to clarify, that the reason I'm asking uh, Tom this is because he's really the only one that's got the right to comment. So can you just explain... Uh, what it was like for Megan growing up with your dad, because I believe there's a lot of misconceptions. <coughs> Boiled bit. Sorry. I'm I actually boo because I, there was a, such a bad mold yeah. issue at my last house. I'm still hacking it up like fur balls. So. Yeah, when your house is full of leather furniture and rich mahogany cupboards and things like that, it gets you the back of the throat. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. Hey, pimping ain't easy. Hey, uh, man, I feel you. Damn right. I feel you. Damn right. I, uh, you know, things things were getting really you know scarce there, so I had to go back to man whoring to make money. So yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll, we'll be touching on you where you Megan connection. <laughs> you are on fire tonight, mate. You are on fire. Andrew, I swear to God, Andrew throws the best questions. Honestly, he is the quickest comeback in the West. This <laughs> uh, 
But uh, Tom, on a serious note, though, because I think it's important that we touch on this, because there's like 1,400 people here, and I'm sure some people have read or seen or have uh, uh, an edited narrative on, on what it was like for Megan growing up. Um, well, it couldn't get, couldn't get any better. I mean, th she wanted for nothing. And when she, you know, put her foot down, she got it, period. I mean, she really, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think, uh, her mother taught her correctly. So, and a lot of this comes from, from Doria, I do believe. Yeah. Um, my dad was Doria's meal ticket. And that was very obvious because it wasn't soon after they were together that, that they split up because I, I witnessed a lot of things in that house yeah. about Doria and Doria sitting on her ass and doing nothing while my dad's working 60 hours a week and taking advantage of it. And she, she knew damn well what she was doing. And I think she, that brushed off on Dor on uh, Megan. Yeah. Well, the reason the reason I ask this is you and your sister were all both raised the same way. Uh, you are really nice, compassionate human beings. You care so much for your dad. Uh, there's things we're not going to talk about, but obviously you've you know altered your life to be able to help um, uh, him more and all the rest of it. So for anybody that says you know oh you know your dad didn't discipline her enough or anything like this, we've got two pretty incredible parental results in you and Sam who were raised in the same house by the same man. So for anybody that wants to throw little things like that out there, it doesn't make any sense to me because, you know, sometimes... Weren't we, weren't we just talking about like, uh, oh, he's got my genes and weren't we talking about genes a few minutes ago? Yeah, yeah. I think where the, where the bad genes came into the, to the light here is from the... Uh, Gloria. The Probably, I mean, from Doria. Oh, I need to, I need to ask you this question as well. There, there, there is not a racist, there is not a racist, non-generous, non-giving bone in the Marcos families. We're, yeah. we're all the same. Um, we, we love everybody. Uh, we're, we're, we're kind. We're considerate. Um, we're charitable. We'll do anything for you. So I don't know where this all came from. It didn't come yeah. from the real Marcos and. Yeah. You know, she should change her name to Raglan. I told you, I am started. I started to call her Rachel Megan Raglan in my channel. Yeah. I, not, need to, I need to. I need to give Jane Anderson's question. She is. I don't know if she's got a bot that's posting this, but she is working hard to get this question across. And I keep seeing it, and I need to just, just so she can relax, okay, and stop copying and you can relax now. You can go for it, <laughs> Jane. If you've been holding off going Jane. for a wee, wee, go now. We've got you, Jane. If if I had to, if I had to like bet on that. Okay, I'm gonna say that Doria was the conduit, hundred percent. Allegedly. How about Marcus? Allegedly. Allegedly. How about Marcus Anderson? Because she won't, and you know, Omid was the boyfriend of Marcus for a while. Uh, Marcus, uh, Omid, like Megan Small, you said that he was in in California. Remember that he took that private plane from LA to Palm Springs, where mm -hmm. Harry plays polo, and he was in the polo lounge, mm -hmm. according to his uh, to his pictures on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Remember he got he yeah. got caught like that. Yeah, I remember that. So and Marcus and he and he's friends of Marcus. You know what? You should actually hook a call, contact Marcus Anderson to hook you up for your mentoring thing. But that's beside the point. <laughs> but but, um, but uh, I mean, do you think that that how about Marcus? What do you guys think? I think I think all of us should get together and go have Christmas dinner at Lucky's in Montecito. 
Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what any of that is. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't even tell you where Montecito is, to be perfectly honest. But I'm in. Count me in. Hell yeah. Let's go. Well, that's 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 apparently that, you know, Megan and Harry's favorite restaurant. I've been there several times. I know the owner. So could you imagine me in a place where Harry and Megan dine? Right. It's that high level. And I, I mean, I would honest to God, I'd be too intimidated. I stained the tablecloth and got billed for it. It's not that expensive. It's really not. It's it's really good food. Uh, the owner's name is Gene Montesino, and he also owns uh, Trey Loon up in the same on the same boulevard in Montecito. Okay. And uh, really super nice guy. He, uh, a good friend of mine took me when I got introduced into Montecito from a friend of mine named Dana. Um, I met Gene through another friend that I met at the Amethyst Ball that was at the Miramar Hotel. It was when I first went up there and I met everybody. And I made a lot of friends that night. And Lucky's is not that expensive. It's really good food. And the owner, Gene Montesino, he's, um, he's the inventor and the um, owner of Lucky Brand Jeans. Okay. So he told me a story about how they came up with uh, Lucky for the Lucky's, the yeah. name of the restaurant, or yeah. Lucky Brand Jeans. Him and his partner used to make denim jeans at a factory. And they wanted to start their own company and they both went out for Chinese food and they said they agreed that when they open up this fortune cookie, whatever's on it is going to be the name of their gene company. And they open up the fortune cookie and it says Lucky's. Oh, okay. I mean, they were really, they were really, you know, playing a risky game there because I've had some wildly yeah. just obtuse statements inside fortune cookies. I just want to say yeah. that. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, but again, once again to everybody who's watching, uh, 1,440 people, thank you so much. Make sure you smash the like button, make sure you share, and uh, we're just going to keep this going because you know, we're having a good time. Megan Small said something. I just want to remember because remember that the guy from Kitson that Kinsey Schofield had? He's Canadian, yeah. by the way. He's yeah. from Toronto, my area. Remember that he said that Megan was best friends with the guy, was very good friends with the restaurant owner of Tres Lunas also? Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And you said that you're very good friends with him? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Because apparently she's very good friends with the owner also. Yeah, there's a couple people that she's good friends with. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. but I mean, what do you, what do you, Megan Smaller, somebody asked you a question if, huh? if you think that, that Charles should just say to Harry, should just say to Harry, Harry, um, since you wanted to be just Harry, I will take, I will grant you that wish. What she do you think? That's what I think he should have done once their one-year review was up. Mm -hmm. I mean, when they were in the UK, remember, Megan was like, don't call me Duchess, just call me Megan. <laughs> and then Harry would do the same thing. He was like, I'm just Harry now. But now all of a sudden in the States, they're, they want to be known by their titles constantly. The titles of that same racist family that they claim are so racist and so mean, but yet are giving the titles to their phantom hostage children, right? That yeah. nobody ever do, yeah. Allegedly. Do, do you want to talk about, about full-blown disturbing obsession about those titles? I mean, I've seen like 15 or 20 different Instagram accounts um, and there is no way in hell she is ever going to stop calling herself the Duchess, period. Yeah. It's yeah. A, and and all of her followers, they're still calling her like princess and queen. And yeah, it's, just, uh. it's, it's so disturbing to see it. it. 
You I know mean, what I you're find? not a working royal. You don't. You're not over there anymore. You're not involved with them. You trash them on a daily basis. What the fuck gives you the right to even attempt to use that title? Yeah, Charles. my French. Yeah, Charles. Charles gives her the right, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah as long as they're listed on the royal website as working members who are uh, still, what is it, still, still representing the monarchy, then yeah, people are still seeing them as royal members. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think of the aftermath is going to be when, when all of this, uh, to Tina from the aftermath, what do you think is going to be all the aftermath of all this nastiness? Because Catherine must have some sort of strength, mental and emotional strength, through, because this is public bullying that she's receiving. This is um, actually public flagging. That, that, that. I, I, th I think Catherine's only human. I think Catherine looks very slim right now. Can you imagine? And the thing is, this has gone on for years now years uh, and they're never going to mention the names and the names are out we're back here again it's going to take its toll that she married into a monarchy but she's not superhuman she's not bionic you know so it, it, the aftermath is it going to end is it going to end is there going can, to, is an aftermath going to come can, it needs can we, to just, end. Can we oh. just say real quick how amazingly gorgeous and beautiful catherine is compared to megan yes I mean, yeah, it is night and day. I mean, naturally, Catherine, Catherine makes everything she wears look just incredibly fantastic. Right. As to where yeah, the, other person, dresses, the other person makes it look like it just came out of the laundry hamper. Just, yeah. just, for, just for legal reasons, you have to say you believe that Catherine is much more beautiful than Megan. Just, 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 you know, is you're, and you're allowed to have an opinion, yeah. but it's your oh, Yeah, no, in my opinion, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my yeah. opinion is I also agree with you. Yeah. And can I just say, listening to you speak about that story with Sam and Megan and the, the, the emerald ring, and you just think about that big blue sapphire ring sat on Catherine's finger and yeah. how that's come round her, haunt her, because if that's how she, well, we know, we, we believe she, she navigates her life and you're better than, you know, she has to be on top. That, that's got to hurt, you know? Do you, do, you, do you think there's a possibility that she went into this and the triggering of how much better, allegedly, in my opinion, Catherine is than her, really was a massive catalyst for where we are now. Do you think it could have been that strong an impact on her that she was almost second mm -hmm. and she couldn't handle that? Do you, do you think that's a possibility? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. That was a short answer. All right. Nice <laughs> uh, keeping it, keeping it easy. That's all right. No, no, hey, listen. I'm, I, no, I was... obviously, obviously, you know, she has the world at her feet. Yeah. She had every opportunity you know, I see a video the other day where it's Anne and Catherine turn up to an event and Catherine holds back because she knows this is Anne's moment. You know, she has to be in front. She's a senior. And, and this is the thing. It's no race. Catherine will have another day where she will be in front and that's how it works. But yeah. from my opinion, looking on, Megan always wanted to be first. And from what Thomas has shared, and can I just point out with Samantha and you, Thomas, it's always fluent. You're just natural. You're just telling it as it is. There's no added glitter or sparkle. It's just a story. And that's what people gauge from you, this natural, just natural being, which I gauge from Catherine. 
But we watched Megan, it's all contrived, in, in my opinion. It's this added glitter, the big speeches. And it's lost on the people because people read this lack of authenticity in it and, and couple that with what's happened. And yeah, I just, that's a ramble. Sorry. <laughs> just, just, oh, no, ramble you know, on. It's all good. Um, you know, you, it's very fluent with you and it's genuine and people pick up on that. And that's why a lot of people support the mark. Well, that's, that's the thing. I've, you know, gotten to know Tom. I've gotten to know Sam. And it's like, they are the results of their upbringing, their surroundings, their 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 parents, and they couldn't be further from Megan. Okay, it, it, it's it's like the chalk and cheese analogy. They couldn't be further apart from each other, but they came from the same place, and it's mind blowing. Okay, yeah. because whenever uh, any you know nonsense narratives or drama stirs or headlines pop up about your dad or or, or I'm catching up on things that have happened. It is just too hard to believe. And no one who spent five minutes with you and your sister would believe any of it because you are really genuinely nice people. You yeah. Know? Uh, another another thing that stands out in my head is um, um, Doria was bragging about starting a business called uh, Three Cherubs. And Samantha said, well, what do you mean Three Cherubs? And Doria said, well, me and Megan and, and, and your dad. And Doria had instilled this in, in Megan's mind that, that she's an only child and, and Doria wanted just like Megan and, and my dad for herself and didn't want anything to do with me and Sam. And it, it just became really, really obvious a long time ago when, when Megan was little. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean that, that... and then Samantha goes, well, what's wrong with five cherubs, you know? And she, and Doria says, "Well, it's just me and Megan and 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 Bunky. That's what that's what she called my dad, Bunky. Yeah. You know, surprised she didn't call him. You know, eighteen. <laughs> but it's just it's just little things like that come to mind, and then it's all playing out now. I mean, this is this is who this person is from a long time ago, from whatever she was fed and however she was brainwashed and however she was taught." when there was absolutely nothing wrong with our family. I mean, every family in this, in this world has problems, you know, but you only have one family. So at the end of the day, it's no big deal. Sit down, shut up, eat your dinner and just love each other. Yeah. It, it's, it's just really bizarre that you could, you know, it, it's maybe it's because of where Doria came from and, and, and her upbringing and, you know, and, and maybe she saw something else and she wanted it all for herself because because she's never seen such a nice family or generosity and nice people in her family and her upbringing. Yeah. And, you know, when you touch on that, when you say that she's basically seen a life that she's not experienced before, there is, you know, psychologists who would argue that that can make her resent the life she has because, you know, she didn't have it before. I mean, I can't dive too much into it because I'm not educated on it, but it's it's interesting to hear you say that. Now, a question. Do you think that um, Megan bullies women because of Doria? Now, again, an interesting one. Uh, Tom, do you have anything to add to that? I'm sorry, say it again. I was trying to read one of those. Oh, oh, uh, do you think that Megan bullies women because of Doria, if if indeed she does bully women, of course? No, I, I, I'm just going to, you know... I think a, a lot of it could have stemmed from Doria and and Doria's expectations and 
and schooling of Megan, but I think Megan perfected that on her own. Yeah. And because, I mean, it, she she completely changed. When exactly did it get this bad? I think it's when she got privileged when she thought she was actually special on the show Suits. I mean, well, you're just yeah. you're just you're a character in a star wagon, and everybody has a runner. Everybody has somebody to go get stuff for them. So it's not like, you know, you had servants and people were bowing down to you. I mean, you got paid to do a show and that's that's all there is to it. But it doesn't make you something like that doesn't make you a better person yeah. than anybody. I, of course. I, I see one of the cast from one of the shows she was on who said, you know, it wasn't even that big a show, but she was turning up with a baseball cap and sort of incognito like she was yeah. a star. Uh, and I feel like it's it's almost like playing a role in a movie. She goes yeah. from shot to shot, script to script, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, how, did you, how did you like that little thing at the um, at uh, that Hollywood engagement the other night for Variety? Wasn't that so staged when that person came up with the Variety microphone and interviewed Megan continuously? Like it was so choreographed. It was, I, I mean... I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. Oh, Megan. Oh my God. Suits. Read me. We just met 600 million views on Netflix. Oh my God. How do you feel about that? And like, <laughs> it was the most ridiculous. Stage to hell. Stage to hell. It was paid. It was paid, paid, paid. 100%. I just want to. Sorry, carry on. I, you know, I just want to touch on one of the points that you made there, because when you were saying that there was pictures of her with her hat down, walking in as if she's the star, when we talk about the calculated things she does, that is to show that, you know, five, six years after she's not been in the show, when she retells the narrative, she can shape it with her receipts, which are these images. And my mind is just blown the more we put these little narcissistic plans into place. It, it, it's crazy. It really, really, it really is. Um, okay, now, just before we, we, we jump on to the, to the next part, Andrew, are you still yeah. there? Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to add, me? And I'm going to go to to me next, and then to Megan's mole, and then we'll we'll no, we'll more no. That's that's why I've been so quiet because I'm that's just fine. listening to Thomas. But I guess if yeah, I was just fine. to ask him a, a question, is at so what you said earlier? You said that it, ever since she was four years old, so she's always been like this. Oh yeah, take it away, Tom. Go. Yeah, I mean it. It. I think it just it started with. I mean, my okay. Don't get me wrong, guys. My dad did spoil her, and and he thinks about it still to this day. He goes, "Man, maybe I just did too much because look at this fucking disaster I created," you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, yeah. I mean, it really, really went to her head. And then that combined with probably Doria's input, trying to separate, you know, the two adult children from from my father's previous marriage. You can't do that. You can't isolate somebody and tell them give them like a fake life that they're living. Like, oh no, it's like, I mean, how do, I mean, how the hell did she come up with that? She's an orphan. And how is she going to hide the fact that yeah, there's- Yeah, how, how did she get so schemey? Like what, what caused her? Because a child isn't just schemey like that, the way that she is. They don't just come out of the womb, you know, ready to start some shit. Like yeah. what made her be schemey like that? I don't know. You know, wolves come out of uh, wolves come out. They just want to eat oh. first thing that they want to do. So I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe it was just 
it's interesting that we've touched on this. It's interesting that we've touched on this because uh, Tom and I actually filmed a video yesterday, which will be coming out uh, on this channel in a few days, where we, we do discuss a lot of the things that were present and absent from uh, Megan as a child that should have been there. So stay stay tuned for that because we, we do cover it uh, um, in that video. So I just want to say, again, 1,500 now. We're just getting ever more popular as the night goes on. We're not going anywhere. So uh, make sure you subscribe and that you hit the like button and all that good stuff. Uh, any questions you have for anybody on the panel, stick them in the side chat. And uh, who are we going to? Let's, let's jump uh, to me next. To me, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I've been here the whole time just I know, listening oh, I to everybody's I opinions. Yeah, that that's fine. I'm not. I, I'm not. You know, I'm just. I'm just asking. Don't worry. Uh, you got anything you want to comment or any questions you want to throw at anybody uh, at the moment? Um, no. Uh, with the whole like, I'm gonna jump back like 50 minutes ago to <laughs> with the whole situation with the kids and why she hasn't really put the kids out there even in Netflix. It's still been like the back of the head. I still think it has nothing to do with privacy. If I were a celebrity mom. I would take the route that every celebrity mom takes where they do the exclusive cover, magazine cover, revealing the children's faces. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that's what I thought she was going to do from the time. Like, I'm sorry, I don't like the girl, but I think I should be her advisor because she doesn't know what she's doing. People say she's conniving. Yeah, but, like, not really. Because knowing, knowing her, person, those, knowing her, like, those kids are going to be on pay-per-view. <laughs> well, this is... This is this is the point we were making earlier because it, exactly what you said to me in this country, you know, you get your Hello magazine wedding spread or the one yeah. with your kids, you get a check and all the rest of it. But I imagine those things um, have been offered. But do you think maybe the number just wasn't big enough? Yeah, I mean, she she would want the cover of Vogue. She wouldn't want Hello magazine. She would want like the yeah, cover of Vogue, like the Kim and Kanye picture. Yeah what her with the children or something i i don't think that she would want to like i personally not even gonna lie i thought that like she would try to do because you know she was in talks with oprah and all of these people before she even married harry when she was still engaged so i thought that she would try to like get a deal under the table for like vogue magazine or like something like that where she's on the cover with the children and harry and i heard through rumors that like she only wanted to be on the cover by herself like do a picture by herself and that didn't work and then obviously like that it never happened and then they did the weird time magazine spread which was just not it yeah um so i somehow thought that like i don't know i think maybe the offer was too low and i think that she just wasn't pleased i mean i i i think that's a fair point i mean i really do anybody else uh, got anything they want to comment on that or anything they want to throw in no, I yeah, yeah, I do right here. There was that comment. It's from that Patty person from up here where I saw it right here. Patty something. And she said that the royal grift said King Charles is down for having Harry and Meghan in America. And uh, he wants them to be like uh, like royals in America. I, the, the person's name is Patty something. And I, I lost the comment here, but that's what it said. Uh, Aftermath, you're in the UK. What do you think of that? What's that, that, that Charles want them to be like the second royal family in America? Yes, that's what the comment said. That, oh. That's what the royal grift said. To be honest here, at this point, anything's believable, isn't it? I, I don't know. Apart because of me. These fake royal appearances, Aftermath, New York, yeah. 
and then San Diego. Those are fake royal appearances. They are. They are. It's almost like, you know, in, in, in the UK, we have an alternative Queen's speech, don't we, for the people that are not into the monarchy. So you yeah. have this. And it's almost like they're trying to do this alternative. They want to still take those titles and use them. The big question is, is this being done by the royal family? Are they, are they working? It's a rabbit hole, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know at this point. And I've always been pretty much... But the fact that... This is what I mean. And I, the fact holds... I know it's hard, but something needs to be done at this point, I think. It's been going on. And the more they don't do something, it makes you question the royal family then. Well, what's, what have they got on you? It makes... You know, and this is why you, something needs to be done to stop it. Because you do see them doing these royal fa like family kind of like arrivals and it's turning up in the mental health. Yeah. The reality is, if, if I think if they were to come out and come away from the royal family and gone yeah. and done stuff um, regarding racism and raising awareness on the subject, I do the aftermath because I've experienced childhood abuse growing up so that that's what i'm passionate about that so if they were really passionate about that why are you not doing more around that and that would have spoke yeah. more than set on a stage like they are and doing all these like just turn up you know i don't know because well, i've done a series aftermath where yeah. these two people i call it faux royals like fake royals yeah and i think that these two first appearances new york and san diego i think this is the beginning I think that they're going to keep on this this stuff where it's like for a charity or it's for an event. But mm -hmm. if you looked at New York when they went to that world mental health, it was the same subject that William and, Kath and Catherine yeah. did in the UK. And then yeah. when they went to San Diego, they did it for Remembrance Day, yeah. you see? So they're yeah. like fake royal appearances. Kind of like, like Dr. Phil in that, in that aspect. You, yeah. You know? Or really a doctor sort of thing. I, I think from this point, if Harry and Meghan, if 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 they don't do that, they're going to be doing meet and greets at this point. Oh, <laughs> they're going to no, be they're, rocking they're, up they're it. Gonna, they're going to be doing ribbon ribbon cuttings for like car wash and yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be you know <laughs> opening a garage and stuff because there's not a lot of respect for them, so they have to hold on to this royal vibe, the titles, this is why they won't let them go. You know, yeah. if they really wanted freedom, they could have done that and didn't yeah. choose the titles for her children. She wanted them. So a part of me does question whether it is working within for the royal family, them doing it like that. But I, you don't know, do you? But then are Harry and Meghan vindictively going out to do this to shadow them? I want to say real quick that this is like 99.9% .9 of Megan's doing. She will never, ever let go of anything to do with royalty, ever, no matter what. And I firmly believe, it's my opinion, that it's just driving Harry insane. Mm -hmm. Megan yeah. will never, ever, I mean, in her mind, she's a princess. In her mind, she believes that she is a princess. She's not happy with the Duchess of Sausage. I mean, Sussex. But yeah. it's, I mean, she's never ever, she, that's why these fake appearances keep happening. Like, oh my God, it's the Duke and Duchess. Uh, you know, and and she she broadcasts that. She The photographers show up. 
so she can keep living this fantasy. I mean, in her mind, I do believe that this is a fantasy, my opinion, allegedly. Well, the thing is, when we when we brought up the point of her taking photos with the hat on and looking like the star and then retelling the narrative, it's the same with being a princess. How can you argue with her 10 years from now? She's literally got the wedding album, all right, of the royal wedding. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Honestly, my mind gets more blown every single week. When you start but isn't it the case, though, that if they strip the Duke and Duchess from them, she can be known as Princess Henry? Yeah, that's yes. true, but why would she call herself Princess one, Henry? That's such one a second, weird, Paula. Like, Paula I'm, I'm going to unmute you, Paula, but we're getting a lot of feedback from inside the car when when people when we're talking it's like we're getting a, a tiny sound effect should, should we all get in our cars now no no, no. <laughs> Paula, if you can mute yourself if you can mute yourself until you're speaking that would be great that's all that's perfect thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you. um but uh, okay so listen listen this, uh, i'm just going to take us on a in fact paula before i take us on a different route is there anything you want you'd like to say paula's already on a different route Oh no, no, no! You sound you sound like you're inside a tin can being kicked down a hill. How how soon will she do a pop walk? How soon will she do a? It's coming. A pop, a pop how long walk. before we see a setup photo shoot of her on the walk post on Scobie book? Nice. I don't know. Soon. I guess is that, the, is that the right answer. Well, I, I, I think anything over a week would be a, a personal record for her, so it's coming. Yeah, yeah, for the sure. The story will die without that. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, so we, we, we've covered a lot. I'm not um, winding down the show at this point, right? But I want to take us on just a little slight different direction here because there's 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 one narrative that we've spoken about a couple of times here, and this is just a theory. This is just speculating on the future, people just talking on the internet. Now, we've talked about the, the divorce narrative. We've talked about um, a, a lot of different things. I think the one thing that could just supercharge her, and I think we've all talked about this, is the widow narrative, okay? Now, if you're watching this in the side chat, if something ever happened to Harry, Okay, that would be Megan in her final form. That would be her, the end character boss at the end of the game, fully in control of everything. And I think that if that was to happen, that would be where we would see her effectively have all the power in the situation. So I want to ask each of you, if that was to happen, okay, what do you think would be the most outrageous moment in that narrative? You know, what, what What do you think she would use her power or what would you think the most biggest yikes moment would be from the chapter if something happened to Harry? And I'm going to jump on uh, Andrew first. If something happened to Harry, what? Say that again. It was breaking up. Okay. So if something was to happen to Harry, okay, what do you think the biggest yikes moment from that chapter in uh, the story would be from Megan? If something was uh, if something was to happen to Harry, she'd be happy as shit because then her dreams would come true, and she could go along the rest of her life without having to deal with this client. That's yeah, what it would I, be. I, yeah, I, I get, I get that. That's the point I'm making. Like, but the question is, what do you think her biggest yikes? But what do you think would be the most outrageous thing she would do with regards to the kids or or, or the royal connection or anything oh, like that? Oh, it would all be out. The whole thing would be outrageous. Like it would be mm -hmm. an entire <laughs> chapter where it's just 
she's living her life and she's thriving even after she lost her husband. Uh, I lost my husband. Feel sorry for me. Well, but you're going to, you know, to islands and you're going to go to Soho House and you're going to go be with Marcus and shit. Like whatever she's going to do after that. It all depends. So yeah. you're gonna have to see. Demand a castle. She oh. would be happy. Yeah, Queenie. Yes, demand yeah. a castle. That's the top. That that's the winning answer right now. Is Queenie's answer right? Yeah. Uh, top. What, what do you think? I, I think that any man with uh, millions or billions of dollars would probably leave the country and, and vacate as soon as possible. <laughs> okay, well, listen, I, I, I genuinely think what would happen is during the discussions about a remembrance national holiday for Prince Harry, she would wangle it so that it was Meghan Day, okay? I think that would be the biggest yikes moment where she would actually remove Harry from his own remembrance day and she would step in. It's a very silly topic. I just want to throw something in there just to kind of get everyone's brains refreshed a little bit. And Gwen, thank you very much for the super chat. I think it's horrible that Rachel used Archie's name during the O interview, BC, uh, now his name will forever be tied uh, to the skin color drama. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that coin, though, real quick, what what would what what would uh, Harry do if something happened to Megan? Oh, oh, oh. oh. I, I, I think I think I've got a soundbite like this. He would, he would wait till all the doors were closed, and then it would just be one of these in his head. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freedom. He'd be watching Braveheart on repeat. He would have a connection with being the, you know, the freedom moment. And I think he would probably have a good time, allegedly. It's Maybe my not. birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, pants on the sofa with his feet on the coffee table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh-huh. And I think the most frustrating thing for him would be would be to have to continue to pay the wages for the child actors that Megan brought into the whole uh, situation. Uh-huh. I think that would be the biggest frustration for him, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh yeah. Okay, you guys are different than me because well, I said last time that I was on one of the panels that if something happened to yeah. Harry, I still think that Megan would pull the show of the century. I still think that she would have uh-huh. like a try to have a JFK type you know, uh, Jackie Kennedy vibe for the funeral, yes. allegedly, with the big oh. veil, the morning yes. veil, which she's entitled to wearing as the wife. Yeah. Okay, her first, but her first the phone call would be veil, right to Netflix. Hold, holding the two children in both hands, the crying, falling mm-hmm. on the couch, mm-hmm. like, I feel all of that. Um, and I think that she would, you know, um, I think that she would basically disappear, like being more under the radar for just a little bit. Yeah, I, w- I would say maybe like a minimum of six months and then come back into the public eye and wear black for like a year and just be dramatic. And I think that she would, um, Megan, if you're listening, don't steal my ideas, okay? But literally, um, I think that she would disappear for six months to be the grieving woman, allegedly, speculation, your honor, and then she'd pop back up wearing black and like grays, and she would wear like black and gray for like the next like year or two, right? But I think that she would give another interview and this time people would actually pay attention, like actually pay attention to see what she's gonna say because now pulling the widow card is like the biggest card you can pull. Other than the- To be honest, you, you had me at Jackie Kennedy. I'm now putting that as the top answer. I think because <laughs> I can see, I can see it. You, 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 you painted that picture in a way where I can see it. Now we just we've got another super chat from Carly here. Please ask I, Tom. I, 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 real quick, I disagree. It's not six months. I think it's no. more like six days. Oh, he has it's to cut this minutes, man. 
in my I don't think he's got the self control to to yeah. run it out that long. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. they'd be on it straight away. I agree. <laughs> I agree. To do, line them up. I will say to Toomey though, I do believe her veil would be two inches longer than Catherine Middleton's on a wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 27 minutes after 27 minutes after the disappearance, <laughs> Megan would be like, Netflix, are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think she would muster up every acting bone in, in her body to not only cry from her left eye, but I think she would actually be like weeping <laughs> in her interviews and be like, yeah, Harry meant everything to me. He he changed my life, you know, he saved me and he sacrificed, she would say he sacrificed himself for her. Something oh. extremely dramatic, allegedly, speculation. Yeah, yeah. Or if I was a fiction author writing a story yes. about people who were in this position, this is the, you know, if I was Correct. trying to end the book with a bang, this is how I would write the end chapter, just saying everybody. Um, <laughs> Let me put it out that way. And you know, we, we, I pray that they're good and that nothing bad ever happens. But I'm saying, had if anything happened just in the fictional universe of book yeah. fictionality, yeah. this is, you know, how I would write the chapter. That, you know, after all that, then I feel like that would be the, the one up. That's the only card that she could pull where she would ever like win. Yeah. If that's that makes I'm, sense. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She, she, she becomes her final form if this yeah. happens me 100 million percent now i'm sorry just to, to to quickly skip ahead here uh we've got two two questions here uh tom where was doria all those years uh she was absent well uh boy i just uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna have to get that from dad i mean yeah, okay. that, it, it is out there but there's gonna be a lot of uh juicy juicy things coming up on oh. the some future projects that are yeah. going to be happening. He's taking the fifth on that one. Taking the fifth. Okay. Uh, pretty out there, but has anybody maybe considered Megan used her special talents and that's why Royal Family is still tolerating her shenanigans? Now, listen, I actually thought that's why Harry fell so deep in with Megan was because of spicy beatball, beatball shenanigan-style things and her tolerance of alleged self-medication. But I don't know if it was spread through the whole uh, royal family, if that makes sense. I don't know if, if, if we're on the same sort of shenanigans here. But, um, Depends on what kind of special talents and with whom we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is very... Alleged. Yeah, we didn't watch what we're saying here. Uh, we'll just go with a straight no on that one. Let's just go collective no. That's we a good know. one. All right. We all know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm winking. I'm winking at you with the one eye that can wink um, currently. Uh, you know, I think that if, Megan, if something happened to Harry, uh, people will start asking questions because if the roles were reversed, and Harry was treating Megan the way Megan is treating Harry. People and the police would get involved if something suddenly happened to Megan, and it would be the same for Harry. Don't you guys think? That's an interesting point. If, if it was, if the, if the roles were reversed, um, I think this is always a very good and interesting discussion because there, there is a lot of things that you can see that if, hang on, there's a lot of things where it, it, it does have signs of 
uh, dominant, abusive, controlling relationship, allegedly. And it is interesting when we flip the, the roles, and if it was a princess that had been taken away to America, how we would all feel about it. I think it's a really interesting... I, I think it's one for AI to figure out, to be honest with you, because I'd be... Yeah, do, I do you mean if that was a man? Are you saying that if it was a man and then Meghan Markle... I mean, if Meghan Markle was a man and Prince Harry was a woman, is that what you're saying? If yes. Harry was Harriet. Um, Harry, that yes. that man would have been crucified by now. Mm. But you know, I mean, you guys, re, re, honestly, really don't have to really worry about any of these scenarios unless a yard chipper and gets delivered to Montecito. You yeah, know? I mean, the princess of one of the princesses, <laughs> one of the princesses of Japan, actually left her station and moved to New York, and her husband yes. was a lawyer or whatever. But we haven't heard anything from her princess. Was it Princess Mako, I think, who left? Because in Japan, um, after World War II, they basically dissolved the royal family. And so basically all of the like dukes, earls, lords, counts, all of those sorts of titles that you would have in Japan were absolved to yeah. the point where, let's say, in the British royal family, there's only King Charles or Queen, let's say Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip and their immediate descendants that are part of the royal family, right? So there's no Lord such and such and Duke such and such from the other, um, yeah. all of the other royals, nobility, they lost the, all their titles. So then yeah. the problem is, is that let's say Princess Anne wants to get married, but there's no Duke, Baron, Earl, whatever. And if yeah. she marries a commoner, she loses her royal status and has to leave the family. So there are Japanese royal women, princesses who are just single. Who've been single forever because they if they marry outside of the royal titles then they can't be a royal but there are no royal men for them to marry but of course the men can marry whoever they want so she had wanted to get married she fell in love with the guy who's a lawyer and then they moved to new york but we haven't heard a word because she's yeah. just there living normally living in real privacy she's not on instagram talking about oh this is what life was like in the family this is how my family was blah 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 blah, blah. i'm writing 10 books whatever nothing I've actually posted on this because if you actually see the footage of her walking away from her family and bow into them, here's the thing, the family are bound by these traditions, you know, the monarchy, that what they stand for. And she fell in love and she, she, she chose that love and she walked away with respect and dignity. And this is the thing that we haven't seen in them. And there is actually a pap, the paps were, they, you know, as they do in New York, and they were trying to get her. And it's it's a messy shot, you know, there's cars in the way, of course, because you can't have car chase in New York. And um, it's a genuine, the paps hounding her. It's not like a car park shot that we're getting with the perfect angles. You've got this woman genuinely doing her shopping, not looking her best, being packed to high heaven, yet she's not spoken out because she understands that decision she's made and the difference in comparisons to Harry and Meghan and Princess, I don't want to pronounce them cow or something like it, it's it's she it's amazing it, like she's incredible. She's incredible. And even in her speech where she spoke out about it while she but when she was leaving, it was almost like guilt and she was like I'm sorry, I've let you down. Kind, you know, there was no. Oh well, you know, we've been wronged by that. You know, it, it, she done it with dignity, and yeah. you know, she probably, she probably also wasn't allegedly a narcissistic psychopath who had a pretty <laughs> plan. And, but it's really uh, powerful. It's really. Yeah, powerful. I mean, for I mean, it, it's just one of these moments where I just want to say. Uh, 
how much I appreciate all of my panel members because you are all way smarter than I am and you make me feel, uh, you know, that you guys do such a good job every week. So just while we're live, I just want to say thank you to all of you for uh, giving up your time every week and being here. For those of you who've dropped out as well. Thank you. Uh, Paula and, uh, does, it, um, does anybody think that Charles Manson could have been reincarnated? <laughs> I mean... That's. I mean, if 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 this was like a, a graphic novel series, then that would be a great narrative for that. I feel for yeah. sure. Uh, it's, it's Joker vibe she gives me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, 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 she really, really does. If you guys have got any more questions, um, please get them uh, in the side chat. And we're just going to start winding this down a little bit because the the sadly the headphones are pressuring my head once again. But we've got two and a half hours in this week, which is great. And, uh, uh, and also, plus that uh, I'm going to take Dad out for dinner here pretty soon. Yeah. So yeah, wicked. Well, um, sorry. No, on you go. On you go. What are you, are you, will you be spending Christmas with your dad and, and Sam? So, yeah, uh, no, not Samantha, because we'd have to go out to Florida and it's okay. a time to travel. I mean, it's just the airports are ridiculous here. Yeah. So, uh, But we went to the Rosarita Beach Hotel for Thanksgiving. Okay. And they, they put on an amazing dinner. Uh, we went there last year as well. And uh, this year, uh, my a friend of mine has a couple of restaurants down here, and he puts on a pretty amazing Christmas dinner. So Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be around uh, quite a few friends and and because uh, so I just I see you strike a comparison. Christmas is about family, and we we all will be doing that. But you you obviously the headlines are Balmoral now. They want to be there. You can only imagine how. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when you're when you're with your family like that, do they ask you like when you're with other people? Like that, like you said, you're gonna be around other people. Do they do they talk about Megan? Like, does she come up in conversations? Mm. No, they, they they don't they don't care about her what one yeah. bit. They just, ah, they, that's what you, you get, know, Megan. Yeah, they just uh, they don't follow it. They don't care. I mean, she's pointless. She's she's like nothing and yeah. not even. No, it is only on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I just want to remind everyone once again, make sure you support everyone that's on the panel, you follow their channels, links in the description. If you're watching this back, make sure you do the same. And nothing but support and, and positivity uh, for you, your, your sister and your dad, uh, Tom. And, you know, I, I really just want to say that there's a lot that we've been talking about and there's a lot of things to come uh, with Tom. And make sure you are subscribed to his channel. There's going to be uh, a few videos this week and a couple of extra lives. We'll keep you posted on all of that. But before we kind of wind down, is there anything else anybody would like to say or, or bring up? Like I did, I want to ask uh, Aftermath and you as well, Ron. Y'all are in the UK. Yeah. So the reason I want to ask you this is because in the press, it makes it seem like this woman is everywhere. And y'all are in the UK. Does anyone give a shit over there? Like, is this as big of a deal as they make it out to seem in the press? No, like, no. I mean, in my, I mean, in my world, it's yeah. just, it's, it's, she's like a drama piece. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's not uh, a following of love, shall we say? She is more of a talking point, if that makes in my in my world anyway. That would be my opinion of her. She's certainly not something that anyone really cares about cares about uh, too much. In in my opinion, what do you think? I think the reality for me, obviously, my algorithm is pretty much set to Harry and Meghan because of what I do and content I speak upon. But in in day to day life, no one really cares about. Yeah. Them 
you know people yeah. are frustrated you know i speak to um, my father-in-law and the mother-in-law and they come and, and you know they they got the same everyone's just got that same distaste but it's not yeah. an obsession in general and yeah. i think people in the uk which i think is largely misinterpreted with all their words we don't hang on to every word the press say yeah you know, yeah we, we don't and and in fact the press over the years have taught us very well and prepared us for the spare and everything yeah. else come because we read between the lines we're not as stupid and easily led as they would like us to be perceived yeah. You know? yeah. plus i think a lot of the people who are slightly older who are massive royal supporters traditionally in this country winter's cold here okay they got bigger fish to fry they got to worry about not freezing <laughs> yeah. country all right it's, it's like there's an energy crisis going on here cost of living is mad so uh, from like i say i'm i'm a bit of a hermit so my opinion isn't uh super relevant on this but is, is there anything else anybody like to touch on or, or, or bring up tom you know I, yeah. I've, I've, I've got to hurry up and, and get off because um i've got to go, yeah. uh, right. I've got to go back i've got to go on instagram and go on the site and find out what she wore today so i can dress appropriately <laughs> yeah hell yeah well listen don't don't if you need if you need to go tom don't worry about it you can you yeah. can you can head off and thanks so much for your yeah. your time make sure yeah. you uh, go and follow, follow tom and thanks to everybody i mean we'll just we'll just we'll, we'll round it at aftermath we'll we'll i'll we'll get to you you can you make your point before we close don't worry but yeah, yeah. tom thank you very much for uh, for we'll, being here brother. we'll definitely keep all this going on a, on a on a very good timely scheduled basis and we'll just keep the ball rolling this is great oh, yeah. uh this is a, a great group of people so we're gonna have some yeah. really good uh awesome uh, shows in the future Yep, awesome. content is coming, people. Content and, is coming. And again, Tom, like I said at the beginning, I'm so sorry that that woman is your sister. I am so sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I am thankful for, for a couple of things. I mean, I got to go. Oh, on, yeah. The... You know, I got to go on a couple of really nice trips. I got to go on Big Brother and, you know, I got to, you know, just kidding. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Were you really on Big Brother? Yeah. Oh, I need to watch that, Tom. You never told me that, my my, my guy. There's going to be. Actually, it was actually it was Big Brother VIP, and it was the most scary. Oh, yeah. Wow. You, because, you 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 were talking about talking about merch. You're about to get the merch you've never wanted in your life, mate. This this is this is this is like nobody liked me there, and I'm in the I'm in a house for 30 days with all right. like Australians, Caitlyn Jenner, Omarosa, and um, when oh was my this? God. And everybody, everybody hated me because they thought that I was the guy who just talked shit about his sister, and they didn't oh. know the story. Oh. But it took me two, three days to turn everybody, and then they figured. Wow. It. Can oh, we just wow. get some, can we get some ones in the side chat if you want a series where we all collectively rewatch Tom's series of Big Brother and have a bunch of like uh, banter about it on Tom's channel because that sounds hilarious. Yeah, there, uh, there was uh, uh, Bernie Curry in there. There was Luke Talkey, the guy who won almost won Survivor a couple times. Uh, there was a couple AFL stars. Um, it was it was good, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The best experience of my life. There's nothing like being, you know. Anyway, we can we, we can talk about it later. There's yeah. so much to go over. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, again, thank you, Tom, and thank you to everybody uh, for joining us tonight. A lot of ones in the side chat, so stay tuned for that. Bye, right, guys. Tom, take it easy, brother. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 All right, last point. Um, aftermath, what was it you were wanting to bring up there? I, I, I can't remember. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I do just want to say, what, such a shame that they are battling a narrative. 
Yeah, and exactly. having to prove themselves over and over again. You know, there are what five content creators on here who are equally frustrated by the situation. Yeah. That's just looking on. We're not connected. We're just watching. Like, yeah. that, can you imagine if that was your sister and that's your dad? Jesus. I, I just it's 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 so much, uh, and sucks. this family shouldn't have to be having to constantly correct this narrative yeah. to to reach out and say this. I mean, uh, do you know what your point, your your point's totally true, but I mean, it would even be terrible if it was an even playing field. <laughs> Like if when they gave their actual narrative and gave their point of view, if they had the same stage and the same amount of people listening yeah. so that it was equal, but it's such a, an offset battle, you know, it really, really is. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's terrible. So well, uh, They're almost like a royal family at this point, in my opinion, that they're almost like the abused, an abusive relationship with the power balance in, although Harry and Meghan haven't got the power of the, they have, you know, and that they're using that in, in, in my opinion, to just absolutely mental health. They talk about it and you look at the people that have probably suffered mental health because of the impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's balmy. And I just don't want to see them speaking about that when, yeah. They just—they hide behind that. Yeah. They hide behind that. Yeah. Yeah. They hide behind a lot, don't they? A lot yeah. of narratives, which yeah. are so damaging to the people that actually suffer that. I I keep having to re-remind myself that we're not talking about a Twitter thread argument. We're talking about national press and the, the yeah. news. And I just want to remind people the reason why people are so convinced that all of this is true is because a lot of people take their news in passing and they absorb what they believe is the truth from these people who are responsible for delivering true journalism. And, you know, I could sit here and go on about this for a while, but I'm going to save you. But it is highly plausible that there is so much control being made behind the scenes. And if you don't believe it, fair, fair enough. But it's scary to think what's going on in those uh, newsrooms and who's pulling the strings. Yeah, see, and speaking of pulling the strings behind the scenes like that, I haven't gotten y'all's opinion on this. What is your take on the fact that they are still on the website? So if a person, right, a normal person, they're living their life, they don't know anything about the royal family. They look up the royal family on the royal family's website. They're going to see Harry and Meghan. That normal person is going to think they're part of the royal family. Exactly. Exactly. So do y'all think, this is a question I had, I had asked uh, Paula and Megan's mole. Do y'all mm-hmm. think that King Charles disagreed with Queen Elizabeth's decision to remove the HRH and that's why he's not doing anything to his son? I think the bigger, I mean, I understand it's his son, but we just have to, for me, I have to look at similar data from the past and his brother, I would have thought, has more reason to be, you know, ostracized and outcast and all the rest of it than his son. And the way he treated that situation is yeah. pretty lighthanded. So yeah. it, that's, for me, I, I think uh, this is very much uh, a statue. Because there's thing. no, there's, I've been looking for this for a while, right? There is nothing out there saying that King Charles ever agreed with Queen Elizabeth removing their HRH. And I've looked at that. I've looked for that. Like, there's no statement. There's no anything. 
And I'm basically getting for me the over here in America. It feels like the half in, half out is real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what y'all think. I don't even think half in, half out. I just think they're still in it, and they were given permission to publicly say they were out. But the, the king's never going to sign away, you know, his son. Effectively, I think that that's where I'm landing on that. If that makes I sense. I think it's it's the royal family. It's in the name. So I feel yeah. like, you know, he's going to get backlash either way, isn't it? If he was to strip them, he's going to get backlash. I feel like Charles, you know, is, is well known. He talks to his plants. He's a soppy. He's, um, he went to a boarding school. He presented to a boarding school, which was for boisterous and sporty, like Philip was. And he was bullied yeah. for high heaven. Harry tells us that in his book, you know, his story and all. But he's sharing his dad's trauma. And, um, you know, I didn't even realise it. See, I was, I grew up in the 90s, so... I yeah. grew up where Diana was a thing. I remember the day we come down and she, my mum was devastated. But I grew up with this narrative that Charles was this bad, bad man. And he might be. Yeah, but me too. We were fed this. this yeah, me too, over and, here. And we didn't have social media to counteract that. And I was absolutely gobsmacked the other day when I, you know, that photo of Diana doing the parents' sports day race. And it went uh -huh. global everywhere. Charles done the same that day in that picture was the first day I see it the other day. And I was like, wow, so he's lived under this narrative. He's this bad man. He done that to Diana, Camilla and all that. And I just think for him taking this crown and then stripping his son, it would just come full circle. And I just think he's got a lot of his own trauma, which Harry doesn't seem to acknowledge Charles as. And he's, he is gentle and he is weak. You know, and I know people are going to hate. He he is. And, that's and, that's but, a big one right now. That Charles is weak. I've seen a lot of people commenting that that he's very coming across weak. that way now because at some point he's got to act in order to protect. You know, this is the Commonwealth, the country. This is a monarchy. You know, which the Queen seventy plus year reign. He was never going to fit into her shoes. No one. You know, <laughs> and my husband says he's not the Queen. You know, and and that's what people. And yeah, I just feel like he's he's got to be stronger in this instance now because it continues and continues. I think and, he's going to be frustrated as well with the fact yeah. that he's the king and a lot of his time is getting taken up with Meghan and Harry drama. And yeah. it's not so much about him. And I mean, that I imagine that would, you know, get on his nerves a lot. But that's, that's what it's been like for the last three years. Even when the queen yeah. was dying, it was about Harry and Meghan. Yeah. Like, even when, like, it was about Harry trying to bring that spare and the release date, and that was the headlines, you know? They took everything, every feeling, every... It was all about Harry and Meghan, in my opinion, and what's yeah. not. So, okay, so today is December 1st, right? Yeah. Let's say we get to we get to June 1st, 2024, uh, and there has been no movement from the palace. I mean, in six months, we're probably going to see a few fake royal appearances maybe some pap walks some kind of bullshit right yeah. what happens if there's no movement from the palace in the next six months and i mean nothing yeah. not a statement not a remove the titles not a not anything oh man i mean i'll be honest <laughs> with you. i think and i'll be honest i don't think it's really going to matter to a lot of people other than when they go online and start talking about it in this country because okay. I, genuinely the, the public opinion has shifted a lot.
And I think we haven't had time yet to sort of go, oh, cool, the new king, look what he's done, because nothing has happened and all the focus is on his son. And, he, I mean, it's a big question mark, and I need to get back to you on that answer, to be perfectly honest, because... See, because guess... someone said William will act because of Catherine. Now, Ooh. that's what I'm saying. What if nobody acts... And it ends up being that us here on YouTube, we're going to be the only people that are calling this stuff out. You know, this whole never, exp never explain, never complain, or whichever, if it's backwards, whatever. But that, that mantra, what if that sticks and everybody just has to deal with the fact that there's never going to be uh, a response, a uh, movement, uh, removing of titles, stuff like that, you know? Oh, I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got an answer for you. It would then fall onto an act of God, okay? <laughs> so something out, oh, of the, out of the narrative, something happening that forces the hand, you know, it could be anything. But something that no one's planned isn't, isn't part of the PR machine or the royal machine, but happens that forces something to happen. I don't know what that might be. Illness or a meteor strike or dinosaurs, I don't know, I'm just saying. But something that is completely out of their uh, control that forces something to happen. Yeah. You just don't know, do you, in six months' time, you know, if it were to continue, are the royal family going to hold back right now and see what happens with Omid, Harry and Meghan? Is yeah. there more going on? I, I they think gonna, they are. I, are they just going to sit back and let them annihilate each other? Because I do, a part of me, does believe maybe that Omid's released this. Well, well I, I think we should pay close attention to when Megan was last in court, okay, mm -hmm. and what yeah, has happened yeah, yeah. since then, and yeah. what happens round about the time yeah. she's back in court, and if she can create a bigger story than what's going on, then her you know, time in court will be under the radar more because the coverage of it has been lacklustered as we've discussed already. So it'll be interesting to see how the timelines uh, add the up. The thing is, I've already seen a thing where Ahmed's sort of saying, oh, my family, my dad's been harassed for the last 10 days and I've been in an emotional void and all that. Will he cope with the backlash and them not speaking out or whatever in support of him? I, I, or if they come out, because they're, they're balancing a lot now, right now, because people want Harry and Meghan to come out and segregate themselves away, but they're not. But the pressure, oh, is it going to be like, <laughs> just, you know what, uh, we know a lot in the royal family are stepping back to see? I don't know. Six months' time, if they haven't done nothing, it depends on whether they carry on doing something and then yeah. people get really frustrated. What we haven't considered is the fear that Meghan and Harry could possibly have of the king basically coming out and saying, well, you never actually left the royal family. It was all fake. And that would really destroy who they, their entire brand up until now. Well, but not for us who understand yeah. the truth for the it remaining was. people. For the actual people that believe the news, all the rest of it, if the king was to come out and say that, it would it would mean that you know we're, it's a different kind of Oprah show. Then that's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it would. And it's difficult. It's difficult when you just want something. You see, mm -hmm. there's it, it's it's more like it if it was even even if it was just a st an official statement from the palace yeah. or an official statement from from King Charles, a lot of people just want something. 
And I think that like one of these uh, comments I just saw that a lion doesn't uh, concern himself with the opinion of sheep. I mean, then again, we are just the people. So does the king being the king, I mean, he's the king. He doesn't really give a damn about, you know, what an American says. But do you do you think that because this is happening that they really couldn't give a shit in these people? I mean, what if they are still in the royal family and this all is just one big ass game? Yeah, exactly. But again, I think the more prevalent point is why would the the king effectively be dragged into a conversation uh, just to please the people? And I think that's very relevant, too, because I think we all apply modern culture and people explaining themselves and YouTube apology videos and all this kind of stuff. It really doesn't apply here. And it's it's interesting because it is going to be an interesting thing to watch as things play out because there's so many unknowns. And I I think regardless of how many wild theories we have, I imagine some of them are true. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, which ones those are because... The reality is, right now, there's a standoff happening, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It feels like that. Standoff happening, where they're wait, they're, each of them are waiting for the other one to do something or act. But, but the, the king's not going to do that. The no, king's not, not going, at all. Not, certainly not. He's not going to start. To, it's, I swear to God, it's times like this. I wish Diana was alive and she was on Twitter because well, I swear, yeah. the things that she would be tweeting. I, I mean, I'm just saying, she would be killing it on Twitter with her poetic tweets. I think Diana would be devastated at what we watched. She wanted the boys, you know, she brought them up to sort of help and support she, one of no Me- If Diana was alive, there'd be no Megan. Absolutely no, Yeah, not. that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Megan. <laughs> and, oh, and, no. and also, not just because of what she's done to her boys, but Megan wanted to be number one because there was only one Diana. Yeah, and really. She probably would have tried to take that slot as well. <laughs> yeah, she is we now. The woman's dead. dead. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna have to take off. I'm gonna have to take off because I gotta go be with my kids. I'll see y'all. Okay. All right, bro. Thank, you, thank you so much for this amazing time. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Thank we you. We will see you next week. And Ron, let me know about the next time. Yes, yeah, I will. I'll. I'll uh, it'll be in the group uh, just shortly, mate. Okay. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great Bye, weekend. Andrew. You Bye. too, bro. Bye. 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 And then oh, there was two. And then there was two. Well, <laughs> listen, it's been a really, really good night. I think it's been the biggest show we've had. We had like 15, 1,500 people a year. We've gone almost three hours. Thank you to everyone who has watched, who supports this, who leaves a like, leaves a comment. And like I say, this whole week coming, we've got a, a whole new line uh, of special pre-recorded episodes and a couple extra lives for everybody. So make sure you stay tuned. And uh, yeah, anything else you want to say before we, we wind up? No, I'm just um, obviously the biggest night we've had, and it just shows yeah. the growing interest yeah. now as well yeah. because it is. It's been big this week, and yeah. th- there is a growing frustration, and people want to sort of uh about it and vent about yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, we've been, been forced this for that long now. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's nice to take a, a different perspective on things, and of course, it's nice to just sit down on a Friday and yeah. just chat and give yeah. our opinions on things. Yeah. So, thank you, everyone, for watching. Make sure you leave a like. Make sure you can you, you can share it where you can. And uh, from me, as always, thank you so much, and I will see you guys in the next one. Thank you very much. And I'm just going to say, I'm not an expert. I'm not. <laughs> it's just my opinions, allegedly. Yeah, these are all all just opinions. I'm all I- 
<clears throat> yeah, just forget everything you've heard. That's the best thing to do. Just, just to erase it from your brain. But yeah, we'll see you all next week. And and, and thanks everybody. And thank Make you sure you subscribe. Thank you. Bye. Bye.